Hey there, it's Filmmaker Mike. Thank you for checking out this very first episode, or technically what we call the first episode. So, a little bit of backstory. This um, podcast has been a long-term goal of mine. I've been wanting to do this way back when, even before I started my very own YouTube channel. So, um, before I got into YouTube back in 2008, I wanted to do a podcast, but just did not have any idea of how to start one, and then I found YouTube, and then the rest is history. But then again, of course, rest in peace to the original Filmmaker Mike channel. Now, please uh, make sure to check out Jedi Mike and subscribe to that. Um, so, I did some test recordings uh, last year with a friend of mine. It was okay, but it didn't quite work out yet. And so, uh, as... Um, fate would have it, or the will of the force, as as uh, some would say. I found two more friends to join us, and um, the rest, I guess, is history. So we started a few months ago uh, to get the, well, basically in August, um, started recording and did some test recordings, and uh, it just seemed to flow. And so you're now listening to uh, what we are officially calling the very first episode of Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. So Thank you again for checking us out, and um, we hope you enjoy. Uh, I do want to warn you, if you have little ones or you're around younger audiences, this content is not for uh, younger audiences. It is for mature audiences or perhaps even immature audiences. But um, there's very some, some very colorful language, so it is uh, unlike your traditional filmmaker mic content on YouTube. This is uh, something more adult. So just to let you know um, before you might be surprised. So anyway, thanks for checking us out. And we hope you enjoy or at least laugh. And uh, just know that at the beginning of this, we, of course, are laughing because of um, some circumstances that happened at the beginning of the recording. So anyway, thanks for watching. Stay safe. And um, we hope you enjoy. Well, hey, <laughs> welcome everyone to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. Uh, this is the technically the first episode, or maybe it's not. <laughs> you uh, never know. Exactly. Joining me for this episode, we've got Kuya. Hi. How you doing? Good. And we've How also got Pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we, got... we can move on to Fucko now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That sequestered jester. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. What's up, guys? What's up? Thank you guys for joining me. For like what? Oh, this is like officially the sixth time now, I think. Oh, it's the first time, technically. This is, this or is the technically first time, the very first time. time. Yeah. yeah. G uh, gentleman's first try. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. So this is the inaugural episode, I guess. And um, we're going to be talking about some stuff. So the first thing on our list here, we've got the Mandalorian season two teaser, which dropped... Uh, was it last week? I think it was last week. 
uh, Tuesday yeah, morning. It was last week. Yeah, mm -hmm. it dropped um, long awaited, kind of a bit delayed, but it still dropped. Um, and the uh, season two premiere is scheduled for October 30th. So it's coming up real fast. Um, what are you guys' thoughts so far on the teaser that we've seen so, uh, from Disney? Well, as we know, Kuya doesn't care because he hasn't seen season one, and uh, his his opinion is going to be invalid anyway. Wow! But, uh, <laughs> right off the bat, we're going right with off the bat. But but I think that uh, it's going to be a good season. They didn't really show much of the story, thankfully, because so it's very secretive. But what we did see looks like a lot of fun, and I'm really really excited. Cool. Any other thoughts? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up, dude. You don't get to um, um, <laughs> hey, to be honest with you, I, like I said, I I never, I haven't seen Mandalorian because I don't think it's worthy of my purchase of Disney Plus. <laughs> so, but it's okay because um, uh, Mike uh, and Jester told me that uh, Dave Filoni uh, has hands on the show, so I trust in Dave Filoni. So. Maybe uh, in the future I'll I'll watch The Mandalorian and see the uh, Baby Yoda, and that's about it. Did you Did you see the teaser though? Did you get to check oh, it out? Yeah, I saw I saw the, the teaser. I'm like, so from what you what you saw, what what did you think? Having not seen the first season, Gina Carano's boobs. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's, that's about it. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what you want to tell. <laughs> Like it? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Baby Yoda in a pouch, I guess, in the man bag. So that's kind of cool. But <laughs> he, he's not in the baby carriage no more. Oh, so that's oh, kinda... you said oh, you knew he still is actually because there is a scene there. Oh yeah, yeah. That three three bounty hunters and a baby. So for those of you who can't see, I've got the uh, Entertainment Weekly issue of um, with uh, Baby Yoda on the front cover, and a, a feature article. This is like a good. Wow, uh, how many pages from um, based on the Mandalorian season two? But yeah, um, Kuya mentioned that. I heard, I heard it was good. Again, I heard nothing but good praises for the Mandalorian. I just haven't had the time to see it because I'm. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Mandalorian lore, man. I'm sorry. So sorry, nerds. I mean, fans. <laughs> oh, don't, don't get don't get triggered don't get triggered when I say that. But just you know, I'm, I'm not into the the Mandalorian lore. So I do like Star Wars, though. You know. Denier. <laughs> I, I think I think your perspective will will change a bit once you see the show. I, I think it will too. I really hope yeah. you do at least watch it. I, I I trust in Dave Filoni. I, I love I love uh, the the you know the. Uh, the the Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, and all that stuff. I, I love everything that he did. Uh, he he was the one that, that fucking saved uh, Star Wars, not not the other people, not J.J. Abrams. Fuck that guy. Ooh. But um, Ooh. spilling the tea. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Dave Dave Filoni, I trust in him. So he is the heir apparent. Uh, George uh, Lucas uh, and him had uh, uh, you know that Vulcan mind meld thing and. They they they're in one mind one mind right now. So Star Trek reference. I don't know if it's a Vulcan mind now. This is like more like Jedi yeah. Master and Jedi Apprentice. No, like no, more like oh, Vulcan yes. mind mode type of whatever. <laughs> wow. See, that, 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 what?
Welcome to the meta of, of this. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very. This is gonna be the first episode, and everyone's already gonna snarky. be pissed off at you. Hey, that's fine. Somebody <laughs> has to be the bad guy. Somebody has to be the bad guy in the podcast. So, yeah, are the, you saying you're Batman at the end of the Dark Knight, where he becomes the bad guy? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not Batman. I'm not a pedophile. So that's. Oh come on! What the hell was that? <laughs> oh wait. That's a, that's another story. But anyways, um, Pinhead, do you have any comments on the Mandalorian? Well, I mean, I I have seen the first season. I I enjoyed it. You know, I'm not like it. I'm not a Star Wars guy. You know, I say fuck Star Wars. I'm a Star Trek guy. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. On all honesty, I'm I don't know much about Star Wars and I also don't lick, you know, Dave Filoni's dick like everybody else else does. I understand that he's supposed to be, you know, Paul Mordeep of fucking the Star Wars lore because he you know, he gave George Lucas a blowjob on the ranch one day, and George Lucas showed him all the tricks of the trade and this shit and that and this, that, and the third. I don't care. What I care about is good storytelling, and so far in the first season, not being, like I said, I'm a Dune guy. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but The Mandalorian was good. The The trailer that we got, I like it. I Let's leave it at that. I know a lot of people were shitting their uh, – Buddy Lee Dungarees because we weren't getting a trailer and it was taking forever to get the trailer, but I'm glad it took <laughs> I'm glad it took this long to get the trailer because it kind of builds up some suspense and it gets us ready for the 30th and that's all I want. I'm the biggest parts I'm looking forward to is seeing John Carlo Esposito's character. I want to see where he goes because I love him as an actor. I oh. think he's very underrated. And I also want to see where Apollo Creed's character goes. So, but other than yeah. that, I'm happy with what I'm happy with what we got. I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'm like, I'm like Kuya, you know. I don't really care, you know. Star Wars sucks, just like he said, you know, for in so many short <laughs> words. But <laughs> you know, uh, fuck uh, all yeah. the rest of it. Hey, long live. The Last Jedi. So there you go. <laughs> wow. I, I will agree with you at least on on uh, Esposito's role, man. He's a fantastic actor and yeah, he, everything he's, I he's, see him in. He's phenomenal. Like, he's in every, he's in everything now, right? Yeah, he, he's in the boys. He's in. Well, it's because yeah. he's getting he's getting some recognition finally. I mean, he's such a phenomenal. Yeah, he's actor. finally getting the recognition he deserves, and I think it's long overdue because even before Breaking Bad, because a lot of people were like, "Yeah, I remember him from." Being in Breaking Bad, how good he was! Yeah, Even he was in the Spike, he, he was in the Spike Lee movies, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was in Do the Right Thing, as a matter of fact. Yeah. He was that motherfucker that's always coming around the pizza place causing trouble. Yeah. Why don't you got any black people on this wall like that motherfucker? <laughs> so, but yeah, he he's always anything he does. As far as I'm concerned, he he just he knocks it out of the park, and I just can't wait to see what he does with what more material that Favreau and Filoni give him. I want to see what he does in season two. I want to see more of his character because his character in the first season for what little we got was really good. So, so uh, tell me, tell me a synopsis of the Mandalorian then. It, it's, it's like a Western, right? It, it's like, yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's pretty much a guy with a bucket on his head walking around like a Western, you know, he's like John Wayne in space, you know, 
with a fucking little green little green baby with it. So you know? fun fun fact, uh, you mentioned John Wayne. One of the uh, stunt doubles for Mando himself is actually the grandkid of the legendary John Wayne. Oh, so, he's yeah. ra- so he's racist. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Was that. I knew that. that. Was <laughs> oh. Okay. Whoa, so, babe. Whoa. So you guys mentioned uh, John Carlo Esposito. I'm looking at a quote here uh, from him in the Entertainment Weekly issue, and he says, uh, and his character, by the way, is Moff Gideon. So he says, uh, we'll yeah. start to find out where he came from and what he wants. Yeah. Good. And, uh, That's what I want to hear. That's good. Yeah, at the end of the uh, first season finale, of course, um, there is a weapon that's wielded by him, which is the Darksaber. And uh, we first see that in Wait. the Clone Wait, I, I thought, I thought the, the little girl in Rebels got the Darksaber. What the hell's going on? Actually, both so the that's why. the so, at the very end. Rebels, uh, Rebels is uh, in the timeline. This is years after Rebels. Because Rebels okay. happened before episode four. So the, the little girl is probably like old already and like died or something. You know what? Maybe you should watch the season first. And well, then she might back. be in season two. That's what possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Who um, we've got some newcomers uh, in the cast. So that was is Ezra, um, Ezra going to be in season two? That'd be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. I, I thought about that too. So speaking of Ezra, so we can now go go all over pretty much. Uh, that's a, that's so, a good segue right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, people listening to the, the podcast, like, we're not good at segues, so we're just going to be scatterbrain and all yeah, over. Yeah, we're going to scatterbrain our segues. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Mike is like going to be like the, the, the guy that's going to be wrangling like Three oh, wild yeah. dogs running around like crazy. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but like he's okay. He's busy right now, staring at Gina Carano's boobs. Oh, it's, it's okay. Well, that's that's worth wasting time. So. <laughs> I am looking for what relates mm-hmm. to Ezra. <laughs> okay, all right. Sure. Oh, oh, well, oh yeah. So I, Esposito did also mention that um, it's going to be around season three and four that we're going to actually get some uh, questions answered uh, as far as the entire storyline goes. Okay. Fuck all that bullshit. I'm sick of that, man. What? Hey, 50 years from now, we'll answer the questions. That, like, that's getting uh, on my fucking nerves. Like, I think they're going to be doing back-to-back seasons like, like this one here. I don't know. I mean, they all have right, to get so, it filmed. So the connection with Ezra. Um, so there's this actor. His name is Rahul Kohli. And he, uh, he's from iZombie. Okay. And he tweeted this. Never uh, seen it. He tweeted this days ago where he pretty much said, uh, so two days ago, I've gotten into that Lothal orphan, Force-sensitive, trained by Kanan Jarrus kind of shape for no particular reason. And, of oh, course, on. that set wow. Twitter, Twitter ablaze because that's exactly men- uh, describing – Ezra and um, it said Twitter ablaze and lots of people replying to him and uh, one of the tweets that he retweeted uh, said don't toy with us uh, of course tagging him our hearts can't take it the uh, hashtag the Mandalorian hashtag Ezra Bridger and of course he tweets gonna go hide for a while my bad everyone have a lovely rest of the day and he tweets this where he pretty much looks like what 
Ezra Bridger. And then he makes a video about that Lothal tweet saying that he was just pretty much messing around. Um, And of course, people were like, yeah, sure. That's why you visited Lucasfilm not too long or like possibly like a year ago. So there's a huge possibility that we may see Ezra Bridger. As as long as we see uh, Ezra's um, lightsaber, the one with the gun. Oh, that got damaged. Yeah, it's gone. No, but I want I want to see it again. Well, watch Rebels. Get Disney Plus and you can watch it over and over. I want to see it again. No, I want to see it like live action. God damn it. You can watch him blast away and switch on the (laughs) lights. Mike's a good salesman for Disney Plus, I'll tell you. Yeah, he is. No. Uh, well, I, gonna... I use Disney Plus every day because of the kids. So, and of course, for me. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was for <laughs> but, the kids. But hey, yeah, they, <laughs> I'll tell your wife that lie. Believe lied. it or not, I have not been. Paying, <laughs> I haven't been paying for Disney Plus. For yeah, years. it's been free. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. Verizon Wireless. That's a free ad. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's right. You got that sweet deal. So, so the, the, my heart will crack a little bit when I have to pay for Disney Plus, and I'm going to say, "Can I get an extension?" <laughs> Oh, just uh, match it. Uh, get get the one with the ESPN Plus uh, and Hulu. It'll be cheaper for you. Yeah, that's a, that, that, might be that a little bundle. Is like fourteen. It's like fourteen bucks or something for for the three. Hey, three we're not getting sponsored by these guys. We'll I don't give a fuck. We're gonna advertise this until somebody sponsors us. But we're, um, the, I'm drinking Gatorade right now. <laughs> I, I'm fucking like. Go ahead and tell me what you guys are drinking. So let's let's get this. Uh, the hours of entertainment and content alone from Disney Plus for free from Verizon Wireless. I've got you're to not going to get a free. I've got to see Hamilton. American you're not going to get Mike. You're not going to get a free pass a to to ride freaking the Millennium Falcon. Okay, you're not going to get quit quit advertising for. Who Disney. says I haven't ridden the Millennium Falcon yet? Right, whatever. <laughs> so then we also have uh, as far as Mandalorian, of course, we've got Sa- Sasha Banks, who. Right in the narration of the trailer, we've got the armorer talking to the Mando. And of course, uh, she told him in season one, he needs to return uh, Baby Yoda, the child, uh, to... Wait, the, the professional... WWE wrestler? Sasha Banks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Really? So as the armorer in the narration says, uh, they belong... Um, something like uh, they belong to a mysterious race called Jedi. We see Sasha Banks in a hood... And then she's looking at the look. We're presuming she's looking at Mando, and then she disappears. So we're, it's like hinted that she could be a Force wheeler. She could be one of the Jedi, or maybe not. Like, but then why would you think Ventress? Um, probably not no. because it doesn't look I think like she Ventress. Might be a, uh, I think she might be like a, a Night Sister or something, or not a Night Sister. What are they? Uh... Yeah, Night Sister. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The, the one of the Inquisitors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she maybe, might be that. Maybe an Inquisitor, but then I think by this time we don't have Inquisitors. No, I, I re- yeah, but like I'm saying, any any that may have survived, you know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, Are you of- talking about WWE Sasha Banks? Yeah, yes. yeah, the, yes. the yeah. boss. Yes. Yeah, the boss. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yep. She, hey, we got oh, comedians man. in season one. We got. Uh, we yeah, that's true. We got Bill Burr. So if he, if that goofy. Fuck can be on there. Sasha the boss can be on there. Um, I'm all for that. Oh man, that's that's all so mine. Right there, we got Bilber and we got Jason Sudeikis as a biker scout. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. you know, pretty much like hitting 
Baby Yoda in a bag and beating that's him. him. That's what got him trending, and he had no idea for what. Like if he wait, so okay, you need to watch it. It's not Yoda, right? <laughs> it's not fucking Yoda. Really, like, seriously, no, it's, it's not, not Yoda, right? It's not Yoda. It's he's it's called not, the, he's called the not, child, but not related to Yoda at all. We don't know. He could the fact be. that you're asking all these questions it sounds like you're curious. You should just watch it, dude. It's because Baby man. Yoda is cute as hell, man. He is, dude. Yeah, that's, he is. Yeah. And yeah. that's the genius as, as of I know he's the one that saved the Mandalorian, right? Well, it's the Baby Yoda show. The Mandalorian in season two, they're not calling it that anymore. It's called the, the Baby, Baby Yoda, Yoda show. show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, of, uh, of course, as far as the rest of the new recruits, we haven't seen uh, in the trailer yet, as far as I know. So we've got a bunch. So we, first one, of course... Mm-hmm is Rosario Dawson, who has been confirmed by, if I'm not mistaken, Variety. This was like last year um, that she will be playing Ahsoka Tano. Uh, Wait, this- Ahsoka doesn't have that big boobs, man. Like, dude, that girl, that well, girl has G- Gina- like ginormous. <laughs> Gina Carano uh, stated that some of the rumors are true and then some are not. Rosario she- Dawson has gigantic boobs, bro. Like, ah- ah- Ahsoka yeah. doesn't have that. Well, how <laughs> I'm just saying. Know? <laughs> yeah, really. Like, of course, we've also got know. Michael. Is it Michael Bean? Michael Bine? From, I don't uh, have the, no the idea. Terminator. Oh, the the old or the uh, the the dad. Oh my yep. gosh, he's gonna be in season two. The dad, right? Yeah, Michael Bean? yeah. Season two. yeah. And he's gonna oh, be playing man. a mysterious bounty hunter from Mando's past. And then we've got Katie Sackhoff, who will be playing. <laughs> oh yeah, Starbucks. She voiced. She voiced Bo-Katan. And she will mm-hmm. most likely be playing the live-action version of Bo-Katan. That's which awesome. Actually, which actually sent an uproar because, of course, if she gets to play the, the character that she voiced, a lot of fans want to see Ashley Eckstein, who is the original voice of Ahsoka Tano. But, of course, as, as it is in Hollywood, you know, there's just things You're that... You're going for the boobs, right? Well, <laughs> no, they, they just might dub her voice, it. like... Like they dubbed with Maul, you know, they mixed Sam Witwer with uh, Ray Park and it, that actually worked. Yeah, but I don't, I actually don't see that happening. No. Um, not at least, at least no, because I, Rosario Dawson is a great actor in her own right. So I Absolutely. don't think she would say, I don't think she'd agree with that in the first place. Like if you're going to cast hmm. me, why are you going to redub my voice? You know what I mean? Like, I think she's got enough clout to like, say like why why yeah you my voice and i think she does it's just the the aspect of everyone fell in love with her voice from the show there right. might be a little bit of respect there for that and be like okay i'll just body dub it and you know what True, i mean but i don't, I don't know. know her voice in the series and the animated series was perfect i think bringing that to live action mm. for me wouldn't for mm. and i'm and i'm hardcore star wars clone wars yeah. from the day one so I don't think it would translate well to live action. Um, yeah, I could see that too. No, I, 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 I understand. And ever since they cast Rosario Dawson, it already clicked to me like, yeah, I can see her as an adult Ahsoka. So, you know, but hey, who knows? We'll see. And we've also got Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Who is, yeah. Um, he's playing Cobb Vanth, a sheriff of a Tatooine settlement who has previously only appeared in Star Wars novels. And of oh, course, cool. yeah, the last big one, of course, is Tamara Morrison, who uh, played, 
the clones in the prequel trilogy, Django Fett, Django, Django. and of course the clones, and later of course changed the uh, George Lucas changed the voice of Boba Fett from the original version of Empire to Tamara Morrison's voice to make it all cohesive. Uh, yeah. Of course, it says he played clone trooper template Django Fett in the Star Wars prequels. Returns for some variation on Boba Fett, who supposedly died in Return of the Jedi, which of course is still a debate. Um, we have that one mm. episode in season one where Went we on see one of the bounty hunters who are dead. <laughs> and and uh, we hear, oh, here we we mm. hear yeah. footsteps okay. and the spurs and mm -hmm. the radio transmission, which could only mm -hmm. give it away that it could be Boba Fett. Yep. So, shut yep. up, Kuya. Shut there up, you go. The, the greatest wow. bounty hunter in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, <sighs> uh, for another episode, maybe. Yeah. There's a cool. There's a cool shot here of Mando on a speeder bike, yeah, and I didn't notice shot. until now. Uh, baby Yoda's right there in the back. Oh, man, he's so yeah. cute. In his little baby uh, space, baby Bjorn. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. The trailer, the teaser, uh, shows. Wait, wait. So wait, the the guy is gonna play what? In in season two, Which is he gonna guy? play like Rex or something? Uh, Tamora. Tamora Morrison. Um, yeah. Not unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Um, he could. He's be rumored to be Boba. Yeah. I, I hope it's Rex. That'd be kind of cool if it was. That Rex. would be cool. That that's would be what, cool. Yeah. That's what fans have also speculated. He and here's the thing: he could play Boba, and he could. Play it could Rex. be. It could be anything, right? Right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the that's the genius of it. Um, there's also word now that, um, of course, the, the show is called The Mandalorian, but with introducing characters from the Clone Wars like Ahsoka, and possibly Captain Rex, we may get this may be a segue basically to another live action show of Ahsoka, um, featuring her adventures uh, after mm. the Clone Wars finale. Mm -hmm. which uh which just wrapped up uh earlier this summer and um so that that there's that so but hey as far as we know you know who knows what we can get but um ahsoka has basically grown and like climbed the totem pole of like beloved star wars characters when she was introduced uh back in 2008 uh there was a lot of hate for her because she was very bratty and um very snippy, as she was appropriately called snips by Anakin Skywalker. A lot of fans yeah. didn't like her. Um, but when uh, Dave Filoni spoke about going into that meeting with George Lucas and George mm -hmm. Lucas telling him Anakin has an apprentice and Dave Filoni said, no, he doesn't. And George Lucas said, <laughs> yes, he does. And then Dave Filoni said, no, he doesn't. And then Wait, were you talking said, about Starkiller in yes, the video he game? Does. <laughs> <laughs> no. So no, um, I didn't like Ahsoka either till season three. She warmed up to me, but right, right around there. Right, and basically Ahsoka has been Dave Filoni's baby because that's the character that he co-created with George Lucas, of course, and he basically molded all these years from Clone Wars to Clone Wars being canceled, and then she, uh, her uh, reappearance in Rebels, and then coming back, of course, into uh, the the grand finale of the Clone Wars, and then now um, spinning off to what could be Mandalorian season two and possibly her own show. Uh, the, there's just a huge fan base who loves Ahsoka. Um, and it's just great to see the character has like progressed 
and like you know it it um it's it, she's basically changed uh not just the clone wars but the face of star wars as well because the whole perception she should have been that um she should have been that uh instead of ray and this is a controversial uh comment by the way uh she should have been the one that uh you know would have been the the girl jedi that everybody loves instead of ray palpatine Ray Palpatine, yep. <laughs> Ahsoka Tano should have been the the the, the Jedi, the the one that uh, you know, like like when when the PC people, the PC brigade said, "Oh, we want a girl Jedi Master. We want this. We want all all of these other things." Okay, there's uh, there's Jedi Masters that are women already, but okay, fine. Um, <laughs> but oh, but they they just, they just want somebody like you know like near and dear to our hearts. Ahsoka Tano was a very popular uh, character, like Mike Mike said. Um, never understood why Ray was there. I, I, then I heard like, oh, he she might be a Kenobi. Cool. She might not be a Kenobi. She might not be related to them at all. Cool. And then next thing you know, she's a fucking Palpatine. I was like, really. And then she adopts herself as a Skywalker against the Luke and Leia's will. She should have <laughs> said, she said uh, no one. What is your last name? I don't have one. I'm no one. <laughs> <Ta-da-da-da>! Ta-da-da-da-da! <laughs> See? See, that's the thing. I, at the time of the Disney acquisition back in 2012, um, and that's why Clone Wars immediately got canceled from season five. Because um, mm-hmm. Disney just wanted, like, basically, we're, like, we're moving in-house. We're taking over. We want new content. That's why Rebels was created. Everything new. Like, they wanted mm-hmm. to come up with their own stuff. Um, and they rushed it. And that's why, like, there was a petition for all those years of um, hashtag uh, Save the Clone Wars. And that's what got Disney to reconsider bringing the Clone Wars back because the show did not end the way it was supposed to end. Mm-hmm. It abruptly got cut off. It went to Netflix. There was the lost episodes on Netflix. They released also on Blu-ray and DVD. And then, of course, uh, over the years, like what, 2000, like a few years, uh, two years ago is when they announced the Clone Wars will, will return because of the fans uh, petitioning hardcore and letting Disney know and actually writing physical letters as well, sending it to Bob Iger. And letting them know, like, we want to see the Clone Wars back. We want to see it end properly. And Dave Filoni got to wrap it all up, which is incredible. So, so yeah, um, as far as Mandalorian, yeah, we're going to see it October 30th. Um, I believe the season one, when we saw the first episode drop, we got the second episode a few days later. So hopefully we, we see something like that again. Um, but they know that... Um, it's highly anticipated. A lot of people are going to be tuning in every week. Um, it's basically what has carried Disney Plus um, when Disney Plus debuted last year. Um, that was their breakout hit. Uh, Baby Yoda trending all over social media, all the memes, everything. And that's why, yeah, everyone has said, like, The Mandalorian wouldn't be what it is without Baby Yoda. And that's part of the magic. Um, and it's got such a huge appeal. Um, so, and the fact that uh, they agreed, Disney agreed, the licensing and merchandising, everything, they agreed not to make any toys, any kind of what, you know, physical merchandise of, of uh, Baby Yoda until after the premiere of the show. 
So now we're now if you go to the stores, you go to Walmart, Target, you're going to see an influx of Baby Yoda stuff everywhere, even online. But back then, last year, there was nothing for Christmas. There was no Baby Yoda to, to buy for Christmas. But now you've got, take your pick of different kinds of Baby Yoda toys. There's even Baby Yoda hand sanitizer. Um, yeah, the little fucker's even got his own Monopoly game. Yeah, he's got his own <laughs> Monopoly game. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for the Chia pet Baby Yoda. I, w- I want the Baby Yoda that's like, you know, it's like sipping tea for no reason. Like, you know, it's like one of those like robot things that are just... Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. I've already got a handful of the Funko Pops for every different yeah. accessory he's holding. Uh, they're, they're making one. They're making one of each. So it's, it's insane. Um, so yeah, that's the Mandalorian. We're really excited. I mean, yep. I mean three of us. Three out of I'm looking forward to it. Yep. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be the greatest, the greatest show ever. And hey, yep. um, wow. This is also another thing about the Mandalorian. Uh, when the rise of Skywalker ended, we still have a fallout from people who were not, of course, uh, happy with what happened in the last Jedi. And of course, you got J.J. Abrams coming back to The Rise of Skywalker. So when The Rise of Skywalker ended, it's basically The Mandalorian now, the show, and the characters that are basically the present of Star Wars and basically carrying you know, the Star Wars franchise. Um, there's something about The Mandalorian that has actually um, gotten everyone, whether they hated The Last Jedi or they liked it, everyone seems to agree on the Mandalorian that it is like, cause it's, it happens what six years after return of the Jedi. And it's just the look and feel of the whole show is just like star Wars, you know? And I'm not saying that the sequel trilogy wasn't star Wars. Um, you know, that's a whole nother episode that we can go, we can talk about, but the general consensus of people like gravity and that me, uh, honestly, I'm, I, I like Boba Fett. I think he's cool. I, I have some of his stuff. Um, I thought Django Fett was cool when episode two came out. I'm not big into the Mandalorian stuff, though. But when the, uh, with this show, it's gotten me. And the fact that it, it ties to um, prequel era, the Clone Wars era, when the Mando was a baby, or not a baby, but a kid. He grew up basically in the prequel era. And you've got flashbacks of that. It's, and it ties to the Clone Wars animated series. It's just really well done. It's well plotted out. You know, you've got great action, but the simple story as well. It's nice that, um, that you've got the story where, yeah, it's six years after Return of the Jedi, but it's not featuring Luke Skywalker, at least not yet. There's also word that we may see a young Luke Skywalker some, uh, sooner or later in the show. Who knows? Um, Bring hey, up some power converters. Look. Yeah. Look. Oh, by then he's done. He's done with power. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is done. <laughs> uh, Actually, so six years after Jedi, I'm not sure what the timeline is of when Leia and Han. I'm assuming Leia and Han already have Ben Solo. It would be awesome to see a young Luke Skywalker and a young Ben Solo being trained by Luke yeah. Skywalker. I just, yeah, you know, I, I love Kylo Ren. So, like, yeah, same here. I wanted more of his, like, past featured in the sequel trilogy. But anyway, that's another thing. Okay. So, we're moving okay. on. 
uh, from Mandalorian to another Disney property. Oof. Huge. Looking Disney forward property. to it. Mandalorian Marvel. too. Yeah. So we've got Marvel. Um, unfortunately, we got the news now that the uh, Black <laughs> Widow solo movie has been delayed. It was, oh. it was supposed oh. to come out in May of this year. Then, of course, mm-hmm. uh, a little thing called COVID happened in mm-hmm. March. So it what delayed, was it? It, it delayed uh, Black Widow from May. I think it delayed it to... Uh, what, Marvel? The, like, the movie got COVID? That's what happened? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the entire world did. Oh. <laughs> we so, all got Rona. So... Uh, it got moved to October, and then we found out last week that Black Widow has now been pushed back to May 2021. Um, I was surprised because I was assuming that we would see something like what they did with Mulan, where you could watch it uh, with premiere access on Disney+. Plus. You pay $30 additional. Um, as far as the numbers for Mulan, they actually did good. Even if they <clears throat> shot themselves, if Disney shot themselves in the foot and they announced that, um, that Mulan will be available for free in December if you have a Disney Plus subscription. But um, let me just pull up the box office for Mulan. That was going to be a huge thing anyway. When, if, if they were damned if they, if they announced it ahead of time and they were damned if they announced it afterwards that they were going to have it for free after december or during december <clears throat> right but yeah. i think if they did not announce it and they waited it would have had more people who were like i need I to agree. see mulan i'm gonna pay 30 yeah. bucks now yeah you know but right. um right. they still did good because in a sense um so i'm seeing here globally or no domestically it is at $304.3 million. And that's a movie that did not make it to movie theaters. So that's based on solely Disney Plus mm. Premier Access. I so, don't know about that, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. How much, how much is the, the movie? $10? $30. Bucks. $30. Okay, so you mean, you're, you're meaning to tell me there's 100 million subscribers of Disney Plus. Or like ten million. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. Or my 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 math might be off, but I'm just like I don't know about that. I, I think I think they got it. I mean, it was still a dumpster fire to them, but I think I think they got it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm definitely waiting for it because I don't really care about it anyway. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the live action remakes and. Uh, just you know what? Like, I was looking forward to uh, Black Widow because it kind of reminded me of uh, Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it gave me that little bit, a little bit of the Winter Soldier vibe. You know, the, the little bit of intrigue, uh, espionage type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was it's kind of sad that like it this this movie should have been done in Phase Three or Phase Four. Yeah, it should have been done a before long time before ago. Endgame. Just, mm-hmm. just, just because it's she's dead now. Yeah, yeah. yeah we know what's going to happen. 
and and Captain America <laughs> kind of sort of forgot to bring her back, or Tony Stark, or whatever. No, no, you, you couldn't bring her back because she sacrificed herself to for the Soul Stone. There is no bringing her back. There back. has to be a sacrifice either. Yeah, way. no so matter should, what. So he should have killed himself. He should have killed oh himself. God. But hey, Peggy. But, but Peggy, no, Peggy, Peggy, more important. <laughs> got to get that dance. Oh, he he gave it up. So you know, he, he got to get that dance. You know. Okay, so I'm looking here. This is from TechCrunch.com. This is from August 4, 2020. Disney Plus grows to more than 60.5 million subscribers. Okay, all right. So I, I can see that now, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but so, because fucking... what, what happened was when Hamilton debuted back right before July 4th, um, a ton of subscribers flocked to Disney Plus. Because you've got a lot of people who still haven't seen Hamilton. And, of course, there's nothing going on theater-wise right now. And, of course, let's release it right at 4th of July. Because why not, right? Perfect timing. And so you've got a lot of people that flock to Disney Plus there. So if uh, the fact that Hamilton did well for Disney Plus, we're probably going to be seeing more theater um, productions like that as well. Um, you mean like the, like the Lion King on Broadway? Why not? Um, I heard I heard it's a great oh show. I heard it's a great show. Um, I've 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 heard nothing but positive feedback of the Lion King, uh, mm. Broadway. So I would love to see it. It's not like yeah, I mean, it's better than the the damn remake. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so as far as uh, Black Widow as well. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that because. Uh, <laughs> Why you, you don't want you don't want the beehive against uh, uh, all over the podcast today? Yeah. I just don't. I just don't hate on people just because. <laughs> she was horrible in that in that show, man. Well, I didn't even watch it because I was like. Uh, exactly. I would have liked to see a different spin on the Lion King. I would have liked to uh, for Scar to say like. I'm your father. Like, you know, something. Give me a twist. <laughs> or give me something different. Like, if you're going to do an exact carbon copy, like, why am I? I'm just going to watch the original animated series. Um, they, uh, like, freaking uh, Simba is actually Scar's son. That's what it is, right? That's the, the, the twist that you want. Or something. G- give me something different. <laughs> give me something different with it, you know? I don't know. No. It's just, they always had something a little different with the other ones, it seems like. Especially like, now with Mulan. It's, it's... Like Nala was having a sexual affair with Mufasa or some shit. Something oh, like my that. gosh. <laughs> no, hey, you like, never know. That's no longer Disney. It's good to be the king, you know what I mean? That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's why Simba says, I just can't wait to be king. Yeah. So he can yep. plow all the lionesses. So see, okay, exactly. so my thing about that, Beauty and the Beast I liked, Yep. Aladdin, I really liked because it was different enough. It was different enough. Um, they made Jasmine a more empowering character. Jasmine was hot though. Yeah, I gotta give That's him Pink Ranger. That. <laughs> well, no, I, I, it wasn't about like I liked the fact that they were making her more empowered. That's cool and all, but I felt like the whole final song for her was more of like a let it go. You and, know, rather you than know, Aladdin was fucking junk. Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin, it was the Will Smith movie starring Will Smith guys, and Will Smith. Aladdin yeah. has the dirtiest song ever made. All right. Which one? The, the live action? And even in the cartoon. What are you talking about? A Whole New World is the dirtiest song ever made. <laughs> explain, listen to it. Explain. All the listen listen to, the, to the song. Please enlighten me, oh great Kuya. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. 
Right, I can show you the world, shiny, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, tell me, princess. Now, when did you have let your heart desire? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. Right, and then and then she started singing like a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. Like, she got all high Hold on tight, it gets better. Come on, man. If that is not the dirty song ever, I don't know what is. That is some top tier Alex Jones conspiracy theory shit. Right there. That is like, that's like the penis in the in the Little Mermaid, the, 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 that hard on thing. It's crazy, like the, how how Disney people can get away with shit like this, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. and I ruined everybody's uh, childhoods. There you go. <laughs> Success. <laughs> okay, so as far as Black Widow, um, we were talking about this uh, off the the record. Um, May twenty twenty one for uh, Black Widow, and we all know a Marvel movie will get well before the pandemic, before uh, what uh, what's happened to the whole world. We knew mm-hmm. that Marvel movies get bring people together, um, of course. But by May 2021, I was telling um, Pinhead and Jester, there's no guarantee by May 2021 of next year if movie theaters will even be at 100% capacity. Maybe yeah, that's... Yeah, go ahead. That's like... Exactly. That's like what we were talking about in, in the freight room, like... We don't know, heaven forbid, we don't know. Next, 2021 could be even worse. We don't, we don't know what, we don't, we don't know that we could not have a, a nightmare scenario and we get a, a, an even harder hit than we had this past year. So all this shit being pushed back and delayed is not guaranteed to happen. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to be quote-unquote normal until easily 20, 2022 the beginning just because i mean you know even if the theaters do open up at a decent capacity that it doesn't mean that people are going to go there's a lot of very scared people still you know regardless of what my opinions may be people are still terrified and i just don't foresee people going out still if there's no protection so to speak you know that and on top of the fact that some of these movies that are being pushed back are not finished and they you're gonna have to go through that (laughs) Yeah, no, I have to put that factor in on top of it. It, We're just not guaranteed these things. And that's why I'm saying I'm I'm a little, uh, I don't care about Black Widow. I'll I'll say it right now. I don't give a shit about Black Widow. Um, Will I see it? Yeah. But I don't don't care. Still bring it out on Disney Plus though. I mean, for crying out, do what you do. That's fine. And I'll I'll probably watch it then. But the fact of the matter is this movie is long overdue. And that on top of COVID, I just don't care anymore. This should have been done a couple years after Iron Man 2, let alone we're getting it now. Yeah. I I just don't, I don't care anymore. I don't care about her character anymore. The bitch is dead. The bitch is dead. (laughs) I'm sorry, but gone. Let it burn. This should have, yeah, exactly. Let it burn. Let yeah. the past be the past. Like, <laughs> she, she, Let the past die. Like, seriously. She, this should have been, like I said, this should have been done at least at very, at most, five years after Iron Man 2. So, 
instead of Captain Marvel, they should have done a Black Widow. One. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Sure. That's yeah. hard exactly, take right now. But, hard we're, take. We're pat, but that boat sailed already. Yeah, no, Captain Karen uh, shouldn't have taken the lead on that one. It definitely should have been Black Widow. Yep. <laughs> I agree with Jester. Fucking like that. That's like probably the worst Marvel movie I've ever created. It was. It was pretty rough. Yeah. It is at best. It's mediocre. At best, but that's I, and that's just, being nice. I'm just concerned that 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 with Black Widow keep getting pushed, like you said, uh, Pinhead. That they just no one cares anymore. You know, yeah, exactly. It, it would I have mean, been perfect right after Endgame. We all we all remembered her character's loss, and then now it's yeah. too late. And there would have been some more. There would have been some emotional weight put on that, mm-hmm. and we would all be, the most of the majority of people have been satisfied. I'm looking at this like we're going into a new mutant scenario now. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, I'm not saying that it's going to be that bad, but it stinks of new mutants right now. Like, <laughs> where as far as I'm not talking about the quality, I'm saying as far as we're pushing the shit back and we're pushing right. it back. Well, oh, well, well, we got another 700 cases. Well, we got to push it back again. And it's just, it's just, it's just we yeah. don't know. Hey, I'm hoping I, for the best and I hope it gets released on the d- date that it now has been set. But we're not guaranteed that. Same with Wonder Woman as we come around. We're not guaranteed that Wonder Woman's coming out in December. That's yeah. not. Because they pushed that again too. And that just, that bummed me out, man. I want to. I like these uh, uh, theaters that are letting us do the the private watch parties, man. So do I. We need to do more of that. That's the best case scenario we can hope for right now in this current climate that we're in. Yeah, Yeah, that I was parties like that. Yeah, I was really hoping to uh, get another private screening for um, Black Widow. So for those of you listening, we um, we actually did we actually got to do a private screening for The Empire Strikes Back uh, last month in August, early August, um, we got to do it for like 99 bucks. We split it with like 10 people. So we paid around 10 bucks a person. We got to watch the empire strikes back and it was, it was good. We felt safe. And, uh, fortunately no one, you know, no, no, uh, nothing serious happened after that screening. And then we did it again for tenant. Um, we paid a little bit more because it's a brand new movie. And of course, tenant, uh, was the the test tube baby uh, for the for the movie theaters and movies in general, um, and that uh, of course is now the fallout um, because you've got a lot of movie theaters in major markets, specifically Los Angeles. Uh, movie theaters are not open in most of California, if I'm not mistaken, all of ca- California. I could be wrong, uh, so don't quote me on that. But of course, Los Angeles is one of the biggest. Uh, film markets and uh it's not open there so tenant is really suffering but christopher nolan really and warner brothers really wanted to put the movie well, out there and at the time if and i'm not I mistaken it, it was just it was just cinemark that was doing the private screenings right i mean i don't know if there was any other theaters that were In open august um galaxy galaxy theaters is now also um so okay. we have okay. we have cinemark and galaxy here I, I may have a I may have a, a quick solution to to fucking have everybody's asses in the seats and watching the the movies and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, average runtime of a Marvel movie is what two hours at the most? Six hours. Two hour <laughs> two hour ten minutes like that. Yeah. Mike? Uh-huh. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, about two hours, a couple hours. Okay. How about? You know, people can get in. Wear, wear the, wear you know, wear your your damn masks and everything. No food whatsoever. 
just everybody just watches the damn thing with their mask on. That's it. Two hours. Two fucking hours. I think yeah. you're alone on that one. I yeah, mean. you're definitely alone <laughs> on that one. If that was the case, I'd rather ju- if we had the choice between that and private watch parties, I'm sticking with the private watch parties. People, was, people are still worried about the, the crowding. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Crowding. I don't know, yeah. man. I, I've seen. I would, I've seen I would just rather things. go with the private watch parties or not having the theaters open at all at that at that point because that just that. When we went to the, the reason why I say that is because when we went to the private watch party, it was fun. Not just yeah. because you were getting out to the theater, but you were for a guy like me who hates you fucking human beings out here anyway. And I don't want to be around you. And I just, I don't have to hear the fucking crying baby and the, the have to see the screen of your cell phone, like private watch parties. This, this is the best part of COVID that could have happened is private watch parties for someone like me is Going to the theater, enjoying the time you have with the people, your little knit group, and being able to enjoy a little medium popcorn and some an icy and going about your business. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. just shut the fucking theaters down. I mean, you can't beat the uh, the ten people for you know ten bucks a person. Yeah, exactly. That like sweet that, deal, that, man. Like that would like it, you, you, people go one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's not that big a deal once you get ten, you know, fifteen people. That's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you spend that shit on the, like, $5, $10, $15, you spend that shit on the regular for entertainment, paying for your Netflix and your Amazon and all that. So it's not that big of a deal. And just for clarification, the uh, private watch parties that we've been doing, we can actually get up to a max of 20 people. But even I felt uncomfortable getting too many people in there because the last yeah. two times we did it, the auditorium that they gave us was relatively one of the smaller ones. So 10 yeah. people was about right. I would have probably done a max of 15, but no more, no more than that. Um, exactly. So, you know, and that was, it, it worked out fine. Um, yeah. So as far as that, so th- that's the thing with Black Widow, you've also got um, the other movies now being pushed because we all know the uh, MCU is all interconnected. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is now uh, been moved to July 9, 2021. Okay. And then, of course, the Eternals. I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi and um, the Eternals just because it's something different. Um, uh, Pinhead was right, absolutely right, that the Black Widow should have been earlier. And at this point, like I don't care what if it's Natasha's story or the the new Black Widow or whoever the hell she is uh, that they're trying to push for, for the next phase. It, it doesn't matter anymore just because it's, you know, she, she died. I mean, you know, she gave up herself, right. To save the, to save the universe. Right. So the, like if, if they did the, the movie, like probably two weeks after, even without like a whole lot of fanfare, I, I swear to God, it would probably make a billion dollars just because everybody loved like the character. And, yeah, I can see you know, that happening. You know, it's just because it's like a, a tribute well, to Natasha. Hot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then as far as um, as far as Shang Chi, uh, what gets me is that we were the, the the Ten Rings were basically hinted at in Iron Man One. Yep. Um, nothing ever since then. Iron Man, Iron Man. Three, we got the Mandarin 
Sorry, but then, did we really not know? No. We got, so, we got, we that's got... my favorite character. So it kind of, it actually pissed me off when I watched Iron Man. Same here. But Same then, here. Now that I look back at it, when I watch it again, it, I think it's hilarious. But it did piss me off because I was like, "Ooh, the Mandarin! The Mandarin's uh, <laughs> the Mandarin is Iron Man's one of Iron Man's greatest foes." And uh, no, are you ready for another lesson? Like, what the hell? Okay, there's and some now, old old man bun fart. And see, now it feels like okay. Now we're. Gonna what was his name? Joey. What, what was the the guy? <laughs> What was the actor's name? Trevor. Trevor. Trevor Slattery. Jesus Slattery. That's even worse. <laughs> I thought it was like Joey or I'm a, something. I'm an that. actor. I'm an actor. Oh my god. For Ben Kingsley, which is, who is absolutely great. No, he was great. Like, like if he was the, the real Mandarin, I would have been perfectly fine with it, right? But then the fucking yeah. the, the little twist that they did. Oh, I'm yeah. The, yeah they, the fact that they spent that much time on it before the swerve is what pissed me off like yeah. you drug make... the shit out and then all of a sudden you have hold oh, look at this douchebag well they the had box. to make sure they had to make sure that the kick in the nuts was just right oh yeah you know otherwise it would have never worked but Good job, I, Shane. I did enjoy Iron Man now. 3 just like you did with the Predator <laughs> nope. okay so of course moving on Eternals um, now November 5 2021 okay um, and that's got a all-star cast, and then we've got Spider-Man Three. So we're so next year. So this year, nobody cares about this Spider-Man year. When you look, when you look at twenty twenty, <laughs> when you look at twenty twenty, um, we were we were supposed to get what at least two, three Marvel. Uncle Ben movies. died already. Leave him alone. <laughs> we're not, we're not going oh, yeah, triggering Ben's. people across the world. Okay, oh, wait, hold on. Okay, so, so so this year. We were supposed to get what? At least yeah. two, three Marvel movies? Like, I think yeah. it was supposed to be two. Like we usually do, right? Um, but of yeah. course, yeah. The, the perfect meme to, to sum it up for Marvel fans is Willy Wonka saying, You get nothing! You lose, sir! <laughs> <laughs> um, of nice. course, so next year, next year, we have at least four Marvel movies. We shall see if we're going to get even four. Um, we just no. don't know. And, and like Pinhead mentioned, um, it feels like 2020 is like the worst year ever. And it definitely, you know, everyone feels that way. But we don't even know if this is the worst yet. Uh, 2021 could be a lot worse than we, than we already think it's going to be. So set, the, the Aztecs could have been dyslexic and, and instead of 2012, it would have been 2021, right? Right. So, yeah, Spider-Man 3 is set for December 17, 2021. Okay, Uncle Ben um, died already. Let it go. Calm down. He's, he's, or, calm down. he's already he's already dead in the new. So the new little little bit of uh, well, Uncle Ben is non-existent in the. MCU. Yeah, see, in that, that's Tony that's Stark. It's that's Tony my problem. That's the fucking ben. problem that I have with, oh. with the MCU Spider-Man. Uncle Ben, not Mikey, not Uncle Tony. Mike, so Uncle Shatter- you have a problem with that. It's Uncle Tony mentoring him instead of his Uncle Ben. My, exactly. Mike just shattered my my my. Glass you would, it would be like Pepper Potts being his aunt instead of Aunt May. Exactly. Well, we did see Uncle Ben as a suitcase. His initial. Oh, <laughs> oh, I did not realize that. Oh my gosh, yeah, my heart's and, broken. And right far now. from home. And far from home. And I get it. Yeah, see, I that's the thing. Notice that if they if they introduced Uncle Ben, it would be like. Oh, we gotta see Batman's parents die again. 
you know. Yeah, because so, it's important to, for the character. This shit right. is in the pearls. It's still part of the like, character. You know, the the guy the guy is so strung up on his daddy mommy issues because he it was his fault that like they both died. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. That that he had you have to introduce the fact that little Bruce Wayne got scared and went wanted to go home because yeah, he got he scared of the bats in the in the theater. So they went home to the, into the dark alley, and then Joe Chill shot fucking the parents. Now you're talking about Christopher Nolan's Batman. I'm talking about canon Batman. Well, yeah, but you're specific. I'm talking about talking comic about book Batman. Your... I'm talking about movie Batman. No, I'm talking no, 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 about no. Adam Don't West Batman. It. Don't confuse I'm it. I'm talking about MCU you're... Batman. I'm talking <laughs> about everything. No, you're talking about <laughs> Nolan Batman who got scared. They added it, that. Uh, it Batman, got, Batman got scared, man. Young Come Bruce on. Wayne, young Bruce Wayne. Remember, in the beginning of Batman Begins, I'm afraid of bats, Daddy. He fell. He fell. So he fell in that cave, right? And then yeah. he got freaked out with the bats. So yeah. when they when they watch the show, and this is why Nolan is a freaking genius. They watch the show, and it's not Excalibur or it's not the Mark of Zorro like other interpretations. They're watching a show, and there's literally. Uh, bat characters. Bats everywhere. And that's yeah. what triggers that's what triggers a panic attack. There's a whole documentary mm-hmm. on uh, DC Universe and even YouTube. It's uh, the psychology of Batman. And it's brilliant. Mike has um, a point. I do believe in the comic books it was because of explosive diarrhea that <laughs> had to leave the theater. But at any rate, it's still Bruce's fault that it's Exactly. Because, right, right. Like, you know, he has like, Daddy, I don't want to watch this stupid <laughs> show. I want to go home and play with my dolls. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> daddy, daddy! Oh my gosh! I'll have to defend Batman. And no, episode. you don't have to defend anything. <laughs> we understand up. he's out for revenge because he feels bad because mommy and daddy died because of him because of his selfish ass. <laughs> oh That's why he's trying to be heroic right now and be uh, be unselfish. It's fine. That's why he, he never he never wants it to, to happen again. And that's why see, exactly he, that's why he that's why he adopts little boys. Your own damn fault. You're an orphan. Fuck. Right, right. That's why he adopts little boys, who who suffer no, no, through no, like no. A, a lot of uh, bad things, and wow. converts him into like killing machines, and send him out in the world. And detectives. Mm, oh my sure. gosh. All right. So in other words, he's the United States government. No. Get him off the podcast. Let's not get political here now. Let's not get political. Not yet. This is episode one. This is episode one. (laughs) That's a whole nother can of worms. This is supposed to be fun, Kuya. Don't want to open. I'm not. I'm not opening. I'm just. I'm just explaining. Like you know. Again, the the story, the backstory is is very important. You know, if and for people to change the the backstory. It is very disrespectful to the people that created the, the character, right? Spider <laughs> Spider Man's whole reasoning to become the, the responsible, friendly neighborhood Spider Man was because of Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility, right? Is it, that line not, even in the comic books? It, that that the it's line the is comics. in the comic books. That's oh, the okay, comics. okay, well, but and we don't see that in the MCU. Yeah, that, the, yeah, the MCU. The MCU is like, oh, like you know, let me just. Sam Raimi you know, knows his shit. I, uh, I see your uh, uh, I see your your YouTube videos and you know here, here's a fucking power suit. I mean, I mean, come on! And then like, oh, your 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 uh, your aunt is kind of hot, so I'm gonna go hella flirt with her. But here's another power suit. And that's why it felt Jesus Christ, that, that, that's, man. that's what felt different for me for this Spider-Man 
Like I love Tom Holland Spider Man. Yeah, he he was amazing as 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 Peter Parker in Spider Man. He's amazing. We we didn't but, see his his genius on his own. Like I mean, he created his own stuff. But that's we true. could you know yeah. We didn't see it unfold like in the other one and on, uh, on his own. And I guess this yeah. is a take. Uh, this is a take from Ult- I I think it's Ultimate Spider Man. It's for Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. So so eventually why. they're gonna kill him off, and then it's gonna be Miles Morales. But Sony actually made that sh- that movie already, which is the greatest Spider-Man movie of yes, into the, Spider-verse. into the Spider-Verse. That, yeah, and at least Spider-verse. that fuck got more than one movie. Unlike Thank you. Yes. Cavill did. I know. So God. fuck man. Spider-Man. <laughs> wow. He, he, he's oh. the, like, I like honest, Spider-Man. No, no. Hey, don't get me wrong. Spider-Man. I used to too, but Kuya like kind of got me onto his side. Fuck Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Like MCU oh, Spider-Man. Like I have issues with comic book Spider-Man. Whatever. Miles. Miles. Uh, Spider-Man. I love. Like, I think yeah. Ca- Captain you know, Karen needs to come and save me from you, Kuya, because you know I'm feeling like <laughs> a very personal attack right now. Are you? Are you getting triggered? I'm sorry, there, uh, Trevor. <laughs> Fucking, you know. <laughs> this is the continuation of the last jedi so. oh wait no that's another episode too <laughs> so if you guys Stay remember tuned. um so when civil war was about to debut and then we got the first trailer and they introduced spider-man yeah. a lot of people were really excited because of course that was um spider-man's introduction to the mcu and the um, first time they went like this Oh, his, yeah, squinting. Which is a tribute to, if I'm not mistaken, Steve Ditko, the artist who made, yep. like, those eyes, like, you know, yeah. I was always used to Todd McFarlane's, like, large spy, spidey eyes. But oh, yeah. I've also come to appreciate, like, in, especially the classic uh, 60s, like, Spider-Man, where he's got, like, really tiny, like, expressive eyes, and then it goes wider when he, like, when he's surprised or he's, like, you know, amazed or whatever. Um, yeah. So... Oh, I thought he was just making fun of people like me who have glasses when they don't have them all. <laughs> well, Peter Parker is supposed to have glasses too, but I guess when he, um, Tobey Maguire's Spidey lost the glasses. Yeah. He just even gave a few abs. So, not too bad to get bitten by a radioactive spider. Um, Almost drowned because he, he was like lip locking with, with the girl with no bra in the rain. Didn't he check in his pants too? I guess he got yeah. endowment because of the spider bite too. Yeah, and he's like, yep, hey. big change. Oh Ooh, that's why he started dancing like a motherfucker, you know? Oh, that's <laughs> episode three. Not Spider-Man 3, yeah. Hey. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I'd be dancing scene. too. I'm like, shit. Yeah, he's like, I got a black man's cock. Let's start dancing. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, boy. There you okay. go. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So, yeah. um, as far as the other Marvel so, stuff, what? No, no. So, so what? What else is being delayed? Every everything else. So, all Wonder the Woman. other movies, basically, and then of course we've oh. got the Marvel Disney Plus series. Um, we were supposed to get, um, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, but that has been. Well, that's being delayed too. That's been delayed. Uh, we, I believe, we were supposed to get it this year, but they are still filming, and that's been delayed. Um, I think okay. out of all out of all the Marvel series for Disney Plus, that's the one I'm really looking forward to the most. Um, but we did get a trailer. Me too. For WandaVision. we did yeah. get a trailer for that. Oh God. We're we're getting that this year. <laughs> they said 2020, so we're, we're probably going to get it November or December. Um, and that one is supposed to connect 
to um, the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, yep. it's the, the trailer is really fascinating because when you see it, you're seeing Wanda and Vision basically living a domesticated life, you know, and it's going through different phases. Yeah, they're the honeymooners. Yeah, and it's, it's going through different phases, different periods of time, and kind of like basically different periods in TV history. Um, she's like the loving housewife. She's baking and stuff like that. And we even get a look at comic accurate costumes of both Scarlet Witch of Wanda. Which was nice. Which was nice. Which was very nice for uh, for Elizabeth Olsen to have. Yep. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, <laughs> so supposedly this is the early buzz about it and speculation. We all know that Vision, spoilers, if you have, I doubt anyone hasn't seen it who's listening to this, if there's <gasps> anyone else listening. God damn it, spoilers. I, I hate this podcast. <laughs> well, Fucking one star, one star. Here's the inconsistency. Technically, you could have gotten Vision back in Avengers Endgame. That is true. But let's just Spoiler leave it there. Think about that. Right? Mm. <laughs> so... Of course, Vision died in uh, Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. Well, you needed something for the show. Right. So now that we know that Vision is dead, but you're seeing him in WandaVision, you're seeing him there fully alive. The speculation is that the show takes place in Wanda's mind. She's imagining everything. Oh, as the a reality world. A little world bit world. of a Legion scenario there. Something like that. Um, she's a reality so, warper and that's why it's going to this show will tie in directly to Doctor Strange because and the multiverse, the multiverse of madness yeah. mm-hmm. um, so and so just what to, is her brain the multiverse of madness uh, in the comic books um, Wanda discarded which is a reality warper uh, there's a, a comic series called the House of M where she uh she she just got sick and tired of the the what's happening in the world, and she she just uttered, she went crazy, and then she just uttered uh, the the phrase "No more mutants." Oh and yeah, she killed the mutants. Ninety nine percent of the population. Yeah, that's right. You, I remember this storyline. You're okay. Now yeah. I'm up so, to date. So she's a she's a very powerful powerful person in the comic books, and you know, and well, isn't she an omega level mutant? Uh, not so. I think she's still alpha, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but uh, she could be again. Like, if she is, well, I defer to you because I'm not, I don't know. Like, as far as that's concerned, I don't know as much as you. I just thought she was an Omega leg. I mean, reality warper should be automatic, you know. Yeah, reality warper should be like automatically Omega level. Um, Mm. for those who don't know what Omega level mutants are. Um, they're like oh yeah, people, I'm sorry. Pe- people that that will change or like mutants that have abilities that can uh, drastically affect the world, if not the universe. So, for example, um, Storm, uh, Aurora Monroe, uh, she has the power to control weather, right? And her abilities go beyond uh, just localized weather. She can actually go to the ionosphere and fucking create like a, a massive megastorm and destroy everything. So that's that's kind of like a that's news uh, to me. I always thought that was a lame power. Yeah, no nah, man. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not just to, to fry toads. 
I'm sorry. You know what happens to toads when they get struck by lightning? Much like everything else. That is such a stupid ass line. The brilliant No, and then like at the beginning of X Men, the the first X Men. She had like this little Africanish type of Jamaican accent type of thing. Oh, oh yeah! And then it disappeared. <laughs> and it disappeared. Yeah, this. Uh, and and just all like, of a sudden, and she's just like, like this. And just like Scarlet Witch. Yep, exactly. In, uh, in uh, Age of Ultron, she had like, oh, my name is uh, Maximo. Yeah, she tries to. The- <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's like, you know. I'm yeah, I'm from- just a valley girl going to the mall, and it's like everything's totally awesome, and. Well, I think that part of that is like they they figure it out, like especially if they're in multiple movies. Like, it's tough to do that accent, like to keep an accent like that. So, yeah, and then not the, only like, that, and then the MCU only, fans are too stupid to fucking understand and realize that, so they just accept it. Well, yeah. not so, only so that, the normie fan doesn't give a fuck about comic book canon. Uh, like the normal, they the have normal, to, the, man. the normal Come person on. going eating their like before it's, this, it's, the normal person eating their bucket of popcorn. You know, fat man Joe in his forties, who never picked up a comic book in his life, doesn't give a fuck about her accent. I had just a toilet for you, Kilia, because you've been crapping on me all night, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jester. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you have to understand it or at least pay attention. If you're going to be a fan of the movies, of the superhero movies and any superhero genre, it doesn't have to be MCU, it doesn't have to be um, uh, DC, you know, it could be Dark Horse, it could be Image, it could be whatever. You know, just pay attention to to the the source material. Yeah, yeah, I do. Just pay pay attention no. and, and like you don't have to understand. You don't have to love it. You don't have to be like, oh, oh, I'm a fan. I'm 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 more of a fan of a comic book than than I am the the movies. Um, you know, you don't have to say that. It's just that at least acknowledge it. Like I, yeah, I've, no, I've, I I've had arguments with with people about superhero movies that they they haven't even read a fucking comic book. And their oh, argument man. is their their argument is like, well, you know, Batman made more money. That's why he, you know, in, in the <laughs> movies. That's why that's why he can be Superman. <laughs> oh, like, gosh, what the hell? You're just so hard for Batman tonight. Oh, you man. know, <laughs> like maybe we should no, just but that, make but another. That, episode. But that's the example. Make another that, that episode I had. about bashing Batman. No, but that's the example <laughs> that I have. Is like like we were arguing on on who's gonna win, Superman or Batman. And they were they were telling me, well, you know, Batman movies made some, you know, billions oh, yeah. of dollars. <laughs> okay. Like, what what has that got to do with the with the freaking he's, fight? He's stronger than Superman because he made a billion dollars worldwide. <laughs> let's do another like, let's do another episode for that one. Then we'll get people to come back. I know. <laughs> no, so, so, uh, Mike, what else is getting delayed other than like you know MCU? Is it, like DC movies are going to get delayed too, right? Yeah. So moving yeah. on to DC, we've got Wonder Woman eighty four. Which was announced before the second part of Fandom uh, a few sad weeks face, ago. Sad face. That Wonder Woman 84 will be now moved to Christmas Day 2020. Um, so that puts a big question mark on the other Warner Brothers movie that was supposed to release around Christmas time, which is which June. Is June. And there's yeah, no that's way. what I was about ready to say. Like I'm, I'm waiting for him to come for mine. Like I'm waiting for that push. Yeah, there's, I, like, there's it's just no a way. matter of time before they like 2021 and 
yeah, there's no way that Warner Brothers is going to allow both Warner Brothers movies to compete for each other. It just doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. For, from a business standpoint. So, yeah, because at, a biz, because at a business standpoint, if we're getting 100% honest with each other, Wonder Woman's going to fuck Dune up. Yep. Right. Right. Financially, Wonder Woman will fuck Dune up. Even though Dune might be a much better product. It might yeah. be a much better product all around, but Dune will be fucked up by Wonder Woman. Right. Finally. As far as There's no, Because the fan base is just, it's not there with Dune as it is with Wonder Woman. You're not, Wonder Woman will fuck up Dune if you, if they don't move it. One of them. I'm, uh, I, I saw the first uh, Dune movie. Um, so did like, I. I have it. It was great. I, I saw the sci-fi uh, sequel. I guess you can call it a sequel, right? No. The, the Children of Dune or something like that. Oh, you're. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Never mind. Yeah, the yeah Children of Dune is the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, the one, the one in the sci-fi Messiah, channel, the one in sci-fi channel or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The that, one that, that, that was that actually that. more accurate to the books than David Lynch's Dune. Yeah, but you know. I was perfectly fine with it. When I saw the the previews for Dune, I was just like, "Holy shit! I really want to see this movie. I don't care if it's like eight hours long. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna fucking I want to see it too. Yeah. You know. Side note: as a little fun fact, not to interrupt you, but I do too. Uh, that sci-fi Dune is one of is still the highest-grossing miniseries in sci-fi history. So. Yeah, it, it's actually one of the the better uh, products that Sci-Fi Channel had, and yeah. they give give them props. I think I actually saw that one before I even knew what Dune was, and it's actually a lot more accurate to the yep. books than David Lynch's Dune was. Way more accurate. Yep. Yeah, and so, that's what. And I'm looking forward to Dune too. I just, I, I, I don't. If Warner Brothers was smart, and it's gonna hurt. It hurts me to say this. You push Dune. To 2021 because like i said when this is a business and if you're a studio you want both movies to succeed and it's not going to happen i don't care if it is a week apart dune will get fucked up and it will completely i don't care if dune's number one for a week it's going to completely undermine everything the good shit that does happen with dune that mm. first week yep because dune's going to get clobbered that's all there is to it Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Mike, what else you because got? Because more so, people know about Wonder Woman than they do Dune. It's it's that's just the sad fact, but it's a fact. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So as far as Wonder Woman eighty four, just a little side uh, note here. This movie was supposed to actually be released last year in November. Yep. But they oh did, my they, goodness! They, they did delay it, so now it has officially been delayed for a year. Um, but hopefully, we shall see if we can even have a private screening in December or maybe exactly not. Hey, for either one of these movies. You know, yeah. either, either way, it should be fine. Again, Wonder Woman is going to be a great product. You guys know that. I, I like the first movie was excellent. Um, yeah. You know, Patty Jenkins know, knows the character. Everybody loves Gal Gadot as a, as Wonder Woman. And we've got the Mandalorian there with the crazy <laughs> hair. Yeah. Maxwell oh yeah, we Lord. do. He plays Maxwell Lord, the bad guy. Which yeah. Is, yeah. And we also have Kristen Wiig, who is playing. Oh, that's Jeff. right. Pedro's in. There. Yep. And the return of Chris Pine, who was just a huge part of the first movie as well. We just had. But, you know, which it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a, like a mind fuck for for people on how on the reason how he got uh, 
how he came back. So, Tell me how that happened. I don't think it's going to be much of that. It's going to be simple. It's going to be much more simple than you think. I, no. already, I already know some plot points. I know. But it, <laughs> it, it, it's pretty simple, but it'll be a mind fuck. And so, again, this, is, this might be a, uh, it's gonna be a – it could be a much, much better product if they play it right. Uh, on the in a sense for for than than the first movie, so it's I'm looking forward to it. And then just to, just like just to hear the 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 Wonder Woman theme again in in the movie theaters it would be amazing. But the yeah. the new the new theme right now is amazing too. The the, the little '80s vibe. The yeah, you know, I was just like, wow, this is kind of nice right it's here. '84 baby. So all right, cool. So next up, we've got uh, the Peacemaker HBO Max series. Oh, you okay, Pinhead? You okay? <laughs> <All right. laughs> you go to the bathroom or something? What happened? <laughs> Are you okay, Pinhead? <laughs> Yo. He <laughs> can mute us and like. <laughs> or he can, yeah, he can mute himself. Oh my gosh! Please keep this in. This is so good. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. So of course, so we've got the okay. Peacemaker HBO Max series, uh, featuring the character of John Cena. Um, we're gonna have to. Mention I, I, I didn't see it. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're talking about the Peacemaker HBO. Yeah, Max I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> if your favorite actor, um, you can't see me. I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh man! I, 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 I really, when, when I saw you put this up there, I was like, <laughs> really? I was hoping you were talking about the 1990s movie with George Clooney and oh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, that was a pretty cool movie. Okay, it's been a while, but that was pretty cool. So yeah. as far as the Peacemaker okay. series, it's going to be uh, produced by James Gunn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is spinning off of the new The Suicide Squad movie. Wait, so so we're assuming then that uh, the Peacemaker survives? No, the we don't. Squad. They're not revealing the timeline, so we don't. Uh, know, we don't know if this will happen uh, before or after. If this, interesting. If this See, that's why yeah. I don't like that idea of planning. Okay, well we have haven't even had this thing come out yet so we're already going to schedule a series off of it that's one part two is because of fucking bucket head fuck over here i'm i'm sick of this like i'm sick of this bucket headed fuck he can't act he's got zero charisma and this motherfucker is going to be the headliner of a major HBO Max series. <laughs> it blows my fucking mind. I like you could have gotten a fucking block of wood and given that shit a fucking series and I would have been far more impressed than what you're doing with John Cena. Let's go Cena. Fucking garbage. He's garbage. Let's go Cena. He's fucking Garbage. <laughs> this fucking bargain bin Dollar Tree Goodwill version of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I'm done. And I'm done because if I keep going, I'm gonna fucking blow my gasket. But oh. but at the end of the day, fuck him. Oh my god. Fuck oh. the little bitch. The bucket headed. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm starting to like Pinhead right here. I'm starting to like Pinhead. So just he for clarification, the, the Peacemaker series could be a limited series. So it's not uh, like... It better be damn well very limited. It better be limited to like four <laughs> episodes. <laughs> oh my God, this is worth it. This is worth it. <laughs> I understand that cocksucker. I... <laughs> oh man! Jeez. So, you can't see me. You so of course, me. <laughs> as far as the Peacemaker series, this is the second um, HBO Max series that's been announced. Aside from the uh, Gotham uh, Police series that will connect with um, Matt Reeves' The Batman Show, uh, Batman movie, which he is also he's also um, producing that. Gotham uh, Police series on HBO Max. So it's interesting to see that now that HBO Max is launched, they're realizing that they can easily do these spin-off shows from their movies and now feature, you know, the characters as well. So yeah, that's from James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad. Another thing to mention about that is that uh, James Gunn mentioned that he had um what's his name kevin feige visit the set of the suicide squad what <laughs> yes because uh, i believe um a fan asked him a fan asked him uh about um guardians three he had like one of those q a's which he he often does it on instagram well he said like, he wasn't uh, going to do guardians two until <clears throat> until um until this one was done, right? Suicide Squad 2? Something yeah. like that. Um, but basically, so it's a, I'm looking at an article from sci-fi.com. It said, Kevin Feige gave his blessing to James Gunn's The Suicide Squad and even visited the set. So... He, and and uh, please inform me on who Kevin is. Kevin Feige is the grand... For those people who don't know. The MCU. <laughs> Well, they should. Uh, it's the guy that ruined the uh, Marvel fucking comic books. <laughs> okay. So, uh, exact quote here it said uh, from James Gunn I told Captain Kevin Feige before I took the job, and he was very cool and supportive as he always is. Wrote the writer, director who made the first two Guardians of the Galaxy films. He and MCU produ- producer Lou D'Esposito even came to visit the set and watched a shoot. There isn't an enmity behind the scenes like there is in the fan community of like Marvel versus DC, which is cool to see because of course for them it's like it's basically a job and you know a a job is a job, and the fact that you know when a Marvel movie does well, that's a good thing for both Marvel and DC and other comic book uh, properties and movies because basically it's going to. (laughs) Allow more. Come on, you. Not not according to MCU uh, fans. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why. That's why we got to clarify <laughs> that. Um, and I think there was also a quote somewhere. Man, I gotta look at his Twitter. I guess now, um, where he even says like, "Oh, the, something like the fan like asks like, so uh, would would uh, Zack Snyder be welcome in a Marvel set?" Something like that. Oh, what? Oh, they're going to bring him on in Marvel? No, no, no. The, the fan was basically asking, so... Oh, would, oh, oh. Would uh, Zack Snyder <clears throat> and other, like, DC creators be welcome in a Marvel set when 
James Gunn directs Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And he pretty much says, yeah, they're all welcome. Like Zack Snyder, Patty Jenkins, uh, James Wan, you know, Jim Lee, yeah. you name it. Everybody but David Ayer. Oh, David <laughs> Ayer too. David Ayer too. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so here, here's wow. the tweet. Um, so someone says, uh, one of the fans says, can a DC executive or director like Zack Snyder be on Marvel movie set with that thinking emoji? And then he says, sure, I'd love to have Jim Lee, Zack Snyder, Patty Jenks, James Wan, David Ayer movies, Pony Smasher, who is the um, director of uh, Shazam, Walter Hamada, mm -hmm. Chantal Nong, or any of the people I really dig from the DC side of my life visit the set of hashtag GOTG volume three. They're invited for sure. So that's pretty huh. cool. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn is actually, uh, like, I, uh, he's starting to become like one of my favorite directors and creators just because he's so, he's so nonchalant about it. Like he knows he's going to put put up a good product and he doesn't really care what other people are going to say. Like you know, like when when Guardians of the Galaxy the first the, the first movie came out, um, everybody was a little skeptical, yeah, just because like oh we don't know what the, what the fuck I had going no on. idea, yeah, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. Um, like and then when I when I get you because know, like I read the comic books for for Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like oh it's gonna be uh Sarkar and and like you know Ju like you know Jupiter nineteen and all of these old uh old characters right, and then I didn't realize he he went and got got the newer version with you know with you know Groot and all of, all of these people and I was like wait I, I didn't read these fucking comic books what the hell's going on and I was like I'm, I'm a little worried but when when I first saw it and then I heard the soundtrack I was like oh shit so good so yeah good. I was just like I'm, I'm all in and just you know it, it was amazing and and like it's one of my favorite like MCU movies like it's in fact one of my favorite movies and again I want to put it in my top 10 Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's it's just it's a great fun movie to watch. It's, it's, that's the thing I I want to reiterate to people. It's like superhero movies are fun to watch, and some of them make you make you want to think, and some of them make you just want to eat popcorn, and some of them make you want to hurl like Captain Karen. I mean, you know, <laughs> Mar Marvel. Right? Hey, it's okay. the worst. It's the worst well, movie like they've ever I made. It's well, the, the, come when on. you when you compare it to the rest of the Marvel slate, if it was er, the, the earlier, bad guys are the good guys, the scrolls are the evil people in the comic books, man. Secret Invasion. <laughs> yeah, that shit pissed me the fuck off. And the, and then like, you see him like drinking a goddamn milkshake. Because there could have been so <laughs> much good, so much great and then, and then potential he, it, with that, and you just shit the bed with it. Like that shit pissed me off. And, and you know, and then that 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 the throw, you know, the the, the one of the coolest fucking bad, baddest motherfucking lines ever created. Uh, I lost an eye because I trusted somebody. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it became a throwaway line because a damn cat scratched the. You, know, trust, you trusted fiddles the cat. That's who you trusted after all. Like that's who. We were, like shut the fuck up. Speaking of which, I forgot to add this in the Marvel section. Um, they did announce a Nick Fury spinoff series for Disney Plus. Why? Why not? <laughs> That's Samuel an appropriate question. It's Samuel L. Jackson. Is, I, is he is he holding a lightsaber? It's Nick Fury. Uh, is, is he holding a gun? 
Nick Fury. Is Nick Fury holding a gun? He's holding the meow meow. I wish he could curse. Is he quoting the Bible? I wish, hey. he, I wish he could curse, but since it's going to be a Disney Plus show, you know, we're not going to get anything. Fast. David Hasselhoff oh. would beg to differ if he's Nick Fury or not. Well, it's too bad. David Hasselhoff ain't Nick Fury in the MCU. Oh, thank God. So, uh, okay, so, next- so, so before, but on the on the on the related note of what Kuya said, I do like James Gunn too. It's fifty-fifty relationship with me, with him, with me and him right now. Considering he let the human colostomy bag of John Cena on set with Suicide Squad do, but at the same time, he hey. did direct one of my all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorite horror sci-fi movies in Slither. Yeah. So I'll give him a pass. You, you got to give him a pass. You, you, you let him slide. Give him a pass because of Slither, but otherwise, hey. him and John Cena should both be fucked up for. <laughs> what they've the abomination they've let onto this planet. Okay. John Cena's we I'll just leave it at this. John Cena's worse than COVID nineteen. Oh jeez. Jeez. <laughs> but he helps kids and charity. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> probably uh, I'm sure if we looked into the history, Hitler probably helped a few kids along the way too. <laughs> that don't mean oh, shit. Oh me. god. Okay. We're moving on oh. now. Uh, speaking right. of Hitler, the boys. So, I know that oh. Another thing that I forgot to add into the notes, but I'm going to add it here because this one just happened like uh, yesterday. So um, there's a new cast member that joins the Black Adam film, um, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. And yes. They, they did cast Aldous Hodge. I am all for that. To play Hawkman. Yes. Yeah. So That's going to be awesome. He's recently from um, The Invisible Man. Yep. And he's, oh yeah, he's, he's a cop. fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, so he's playing Hawkman. He's gonna be Hawkman. He's yeah. gonna be Hawkman. Oh, so he's gonna, gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. Now I'm on board. That shirt. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. amazing. It's gonna be amazing. So yeah, and, and then of course you've got uh, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, Xiaomi, Colette Sarah will direct. Oh, so the the director of Jungle Cruise and The Shallows will direct. <laughs> And then um, wait, 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 go back, go back. What'd you say? Jaume, Colette, Sarah, the director of who? Jungle Cruise and the Shallows. Okay. Yeah. And then um, they well, are. We filming... haven't seen Jungle Cruise yet, so. No, no, that got delayed as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Um. So as far as uh, Black Adam, they are filming right now. Um. Speaking of Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um. He posted on his social media the other day. He was trying to leave his house, and his gate got stuck <laughs> from be- from opening up. So he just like barehanded, like freaking like <laughs> opened the ripped the gate with his bare hands, <laughs> so he could leave his house and go to film Black Adam. Um, and that movie, Black Adam, is slated for release next December, December twenty twenty one. Hey, so, that's dedication right there. Sure yeah. as hell is. Dedication to the craft. You yeah, know? so December 21st, 2021 is the scheduled date for Black Adam. So did you see um did you see the 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 retweet by uh, Ryan Reynolds? No. When when he, when he that? saw that? Like he he was trying trying, trying to joke like Jesus Christ, you know, like like can you call, like it was some it was it was just funny. Right, you know how Ryan Reynolds is like on Twitter. He's very mouthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last thing I bad. last thing I saw of him was that that coffee commercial he had with Hugh Jackman, which was hilarious. 
when he when Hugh Jackman was looking out the window and listening to the kids playing, and he's like, "Hey, kids, shut up!" No, it was for that. It was for that Laugh Man coffee. Oh, Laughing Man coffee. Laughing Man coffee. Which I have you. tried. It's it's pretty good. Is it really good? And it's it's like very. Um, you're helping the coffee farmers and like you know all oh. that good stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's so sweet. That's it's so pretty sweet. pricey though, so you know. Yeah. Uh, you got You got to be. Yeah, none of that money's going to the farmers. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good job. Well, good job. I mean, I, I meant to say fair trade coffee. So they uh, the, they are getting that money. Mm, they are getting five percent of it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Deadpool and Wolverine. Well, that's just Wolverine because Deadpool is just—he's doing gin. Wow! No, I thought he sold it. He sold his gin. He company. sold it, but he's still doing ads for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aviator gin. Aviator gin. They just announced the uh, back to school or home edition. And nice. It's like this large, oh, yeah. Get those. This get those kids bottle. drunk. It's this big. Ass, it's for the parents. <laughs> it's for the kids. <laughs> Some of the kids' orange yeah. juice. Hey, it's for the kids to bottle. shut them the fuck up. It's this big ass bottle for like sixty bucks. By the way, Ryan Reynolds, we'd like a sponsorship. That'd be sweet. That would be. Um, awesome. That's actually not bad for a bottle of piss wheel gin. So yeah, I'll, can, I'll can, can you be in the podcast and like you know let's let's have a heart to heart about Greenland. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he already answered that question. He shot himself in Deadpool too. I think you know. Hmm. No, let's not have a hard heart about Green Lantern because we still we're got the boy. See, we're gonna see Green Lantern appear in the Flash movie because oh, so cool. we're gonna see the multiverse, and maybe we might even see Nicolas Cage as Superman. Yep. <laughs> with his long, no, they, with his nice like, long hair. From from what I heard, like this Flash movie is gonna tie in every fucking DC movie, right? Yes, we're embracing. So it'll the be multiverse. like three and a half hours long. Yeah. And, I guess, which is fine. I'm, I'm again. I'm okay with long ass movies because I, I'm an, I'm a grown ass man. I'm an if adult. They serve I, I can hold my pee. I can hold if my they pee. Serve a purpose. The Mushieri cut. Like you know, it's like it's like you know, people thinking like it's, it was like decades ago about you know, like when they saw the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings was like with eight hours, like, you know, in the movie. Yeah, theater. that was such a big deal when they announced Avengers Endgame was going to be a three-hour movie, and they were like, "Have you guys not seen a Lord of the Rings movie?" Like, oh yeah, yeah, I know. You you watch a Lord of the Rings movie, especially if you watch all three of the fucking extended editions, you'll be there for three days. <laughs> so stop complaining. And people were like, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom." Like, don't hold drink your, anything. Hold your <laughs> like. Holy piss shit. in the fucking cup. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Drop trout and piss in the cup. You know? Pee on the snarky guy in the front. Because that too. Know. The motherfucker that won't turn off his fucking cell phone. Piss on his fucking head. Yeah, with his bat signal screen. Like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> with the fucking Commissioner down. Gordon bat signal screen. Like, piss in his mouth. Dude, those guys, those guys get like a handful of M&Ms thrown at his phone until one hits it and then he turns so, it off. In, I think it was in Japan. Or maybe in China, they had these ninjas, these movie theater ninjas, that literally dressed like ninjas. And if people turned on their turned on their phone, like the ninjas would like go to them and like cover their screen or like tell them to like put that fucking shit away. Basically, Some fucking ninja guiding motherfucker drops yeah. from the ceiling. Like enough. They should have thrown like ninja stars and be like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like. <laughs> 
and their hands so they can't even text. I can't snap. I can't snap. <laughs> I can't send a Snapchat. <laughs> Put it the fuck away. You're in a the movie theater. Holy shit. Or like turn the screen brightness down. Uh, yeah, dude. exactly. At least have that decency. Karen, we don't care. Like, what what do you think about the you know about the? She doesn't, the, she doesn't want to watch it. That's why she's on her phone. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the main topic of what yeah. we talk about: the boys on Amazon Prime. Um, of course, season one debuted last year and was a sensational hit because, of course, it's different from what we've seen so far in a lot of superhero it's, movies. It's a lot darker than the DC movies, isn't it? Oh, it's fucking darker, <laughs> dude. And uh, gorier, <laughs> bloodier. We just we just Sexier. saw a gigantic schlong like, strangle, strangle mother's milk. Mother's milk. Oh, yeah, mother's milk. That's right. And swear, I, I thought, dude, I swear I thought it was an arm, and I was very scared well, You when know I saw someone the loves their Japanese hentai anime. That, yeah, that's straight out of Sean's mind right there. <laughs> so, so yeah, we, we got episode six, and the show just gets better and better. Um, episode six was titled The Bloody Doors Off. Mm-hmm. And I, I do like uh, when they – I forgot the reason why they had to go to that facility – when I was watching it, it was just like, oh, what's going on? Why are they going to this? I'm assuming they're going to so get So did I. Yeah. No, I had was... that issue, too, where I was like, why are we at this facility again? And then I, like, grasped onto it as yeah. we went down the line. Starlight found information on Stormfront's computer that had oh, that facility's right. name on the email. And she didn't get to read it before oh, Stormfront right. walked in and... And then the mm. wild goose chase started. Oh, okay. yes, sir. Yeah. Now that you re- now that you mentioned right. it, now it remind. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Like I, I, because I'm like watching these at night, and I'm like half past dead. And it's just like okay, I missed something. Although I will admit, I watched this one in the middle of the day, so I know way more about this episode than I have past episodes. <laughs> well, it seems like this episode we just watched. It's getting all of our. I feel like it's really starting now. Yeah, we're getting good information, which is a trip that, what, we only have three, two, three episodes left? Yeah. Two, Two, right? Yeah, two. two. But it's been a good ride. It's been a good build-up This is like the Red Red Wedding uh, episode, right? Like for Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't know about that. No, I mean, I'm talking about the the episode that everybody is talking about, and then the the next two episodes is going to be hype. Yeah, there's gonna be yeah. like you know. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Okay. So I guess I should read the the episode description again because they're always fun. Uh, it says the Sage Grove Center, registered, is dedicated to caring for those struggling with mental illness. Our compassionate doctors and counselors provide personalized services to help patients live their best lives. If you or a loved one need help, call the Sage Grove Center today at one eight hundred. One two two eight five eight five. I want to check that one eight hundred number out because it's probably going to be something. <laughs> a proud subsidiary of Global Wellness Services, which is a proud subsidiary of Vought International. So yeah, we find out in this facility that Vought is basically um, trying to stabilize the um, what do they call it? Well, so my the, question the is: it, is it 
is it Vought or is it just Stormfront that's no, it's Vought because it's we she said so herself that Vought when you if you listen toward the end of the episode she states that her and Vought that Vought created her. Yeah, but 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 she's and talking Vought, about she's talking about the actual man, not the company. I know that. I know that. But she also, as if you listen to what she said, she was talking about how that actual man evolved into the company that's okay. doing this today. Okay. Yeah. And even the, that was one of the, that's when she was <clears throat> confessing her love to Homelander. Oh, gross. Well, yeah. So jumping, oh. jumping at the end. And then of course the nurse there who's lamp lamplighter, uh, yeah, yeah Sean, Iceman. I, Iceman, the the nurse. He, yeah, he mentions that he's there. Uh, Vought is trying to stabilize the compound V, and he's there to burn the evidence if it goes sideways. Because sometimes you just get freaks. Like there's a guy who's just like spitting acid or vomiting acid when he does it himself. Like you know, he just melts. Yeah. Some. That was because uh, they're trying to do human or like adult testing. They know that it, it works pretty well on children, but when you yeah. do it in an adult, you either get you explode or you get a freak or the powers you get good, which obviously Stormfront did. Yeah, and then throughout the episode, we're getting flashbacks of the boys' uh, crew with Frenchie uh, yeah. there, which I thought was pretty cool because it showed more into his past. Yeah, I like we got a little more his backstory. I really enjoyed that fact of this episode. Yeah, and then um, what's or what's her name, the uh, madam, who they were working with. So they've been working uh-huh. with her for a while, and that's why she knows. And like she, she's like pissed off at him. Um, I forgot because she, she got, she got hit, or, or he got his eyes off of lamplighter. That's why. And he got then. What? Uh, he 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 got his eyes off lamplighter because his uh oh yeah yeah his friend OD'd, right and right. And we get that revelation that lamplighter actually feels bad about killing her her grandkids because he didn't realize that they were there. Why. Right. He was going for her and her alone. Right, and that's why yeah that's what really like she wanted to basically like kill him. So yeah, and now yeah. they're thinking about using him. Right. And Sean Ashmore, like seeing him there, I was like, "Whoa, this guy has been in X Men as Iceman." Yep. And now, he he's, was, now he's Pyro. Yeah, his arch nemesis. <laughs> and I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was also on Smallville, unless that was his no, that brother. His brother Aaron. Oh, that was Aaron. Okay, that was. Yeah, his, that was Aaron who was on Smallville. His twin brother. Yeah. Yeah, his twin brother. So. Crazy. Wait, wait. Yeah, that was twin crazy. brother's name is Aaron Ashmore. Yeah, Aaron Ashmore. That is like the whitest name ever. <laughs> well, they are white. So Yeah, they're Canadian <laughs> fucks, aren't they? I mean Yeah, they're Canadian. Uh, you don't get much whiter than that, so <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the episode yeah. was pretty cool. And then of course you've got um a lot of the other I thought it would have been cool if they got like the girl, the bald girl who has like force it seems like force like powers like uh, psychic. Oh, you mean, uh, you mean uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Palpatine? Ray Palpatine? Like, she was badass. <laughs> well, uh, was... It seems like she can only crush things. That's her power. Her, like, for her, uh, she's got, like, immortality against whatever. Yeah, seems she, like. And she, then... like, she, she can take bullets. As we saw at the end of the episode, she can absorb Stormfront shit. Like, 
She she's got more than just crushing shit. No, right? I know, but I, that's, I think that might be her force or whatever force ability is just crushing cans, like whatever that. What was that dude in Incredibles two? That could just crush stuff. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I wonder if that's like her. But then we also at the very end of the episode we see her hitchhike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so right out of there. She, we know that she can absorb high blast impacts like bullets and obviously storm fronts. Palpatine electricity bolts or whatever the fuck that come out of her hands. Yeah, so I'm wondering, <laughs> yeah. so I'm wondering if we're gonna see. Are we gonna see more of her like later on? I hope so because that character was from what little we got, especially the way she approached out of the the insane aside the her cell just. You knew right off the bat she was a fucking badass. Well, they were all scared of her. <laughs> That's why he's like, remember when I gave you whatever that one time? Like, dude, you just run. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when I gave you that extra helping of mac and cheese one time? That's, That's like, right. Uh, yeah, the shells. <laughs> the shells. So we're, we're not friends. Go ahead. Mess them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I like the fact – I kind of like that part – where they're like trying to hide and trying to like survive basically. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. When Stormfront comes in. Every, yeah. And then everyone yep. else is loose. Um, yeah. Before that we see Stormfront. Um, Homelander's trying to actually like be nice and he got her flowers. Wanted to surprise her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one thing we learned about in this episode that Homelander's a pretty, a pretty needy bitch. Like, yeah, oh, he's yeah. always he's been very like needy. I mean, we saw hints of that in the season one with Elizabeth Shue's character, but this is going to a new level. Stormfront's his new mommy. Yeah, like upset and torched his trailer. Because I can't say that he feels something for her because I don't think anyone like Homelander has any feelings. <laughs> like he's an egomaniac. That's why I say he's a needy. Like he, we see his like really needy bitch side right in this episode. Oh yeah, and uh, with the flowers, and he's like counting down the time of the twenty minutes that she says she'll be back. Well, she, and, said, like, she said twenty minutes, and she's a yeah, exactly. Like, he's counting down the so minutes. Better be like, like back. <laughs> it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> well, the, but I like that. Yeah, the the ticking clock. Him looking at the ticking clock was basically reminding me of like a ticking time bomb. Is it yeah, a matter of time. Like he's because he was looking at those flowers too. He's like yeah. I should destroy this bitch's shit. Like, <laughs> like you know, got that. They, they shared that sweet romantic moment of him yeah. smashing that guy's face. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Alley. And then they just start and screwing then in the <laughs> That romantic moment behind the alley. I mean, you know, after. Oh, like, yeah, that raw dog moment. Like, after, mm. like, making love, flying around her, her like, uh, apartment or, like, apartment yeah, her tower, her suite. There. Yeah. Um, Nothing yeah, spells we, romance like squishing a criminal's head. And yeah. I actually, for the first time, when when Stormfront talks to him after like he burns like you know the movie set and everything down, Stormfront talks to him. I actually felt could see in her eyes like she felt scared of him, like when he was talking yeah. there when he was. That's talking what, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand what her angle is, and that's. Her acting is so good. I buy whatever she's selling. Right. It's really impressive. Mm -hmm. And I, I do like the fact that, yeah, we finally got a reveal of who she really is. 
she was the mm -hmm. very first superhero who you and man it gave me like rocketeer and indiana jones vibes of like holy shit the nazis are fucking behind everything like yep. <laughs> when with that reveal i thought it was cool and like what better way Game to like Oh, go ahead. What Gave me that? some uh, Castle Wolfenstein vibes too. There you go. Yeah, like what better way? Like to, they're to making these like these Nazis are trying to make this Ubermensch fucking super soldiers and like uh, it just reminded me of Castle Wolfenstein too. Yeah. Yeah, and I I thought um I I did like the um the exchange of uh, Starlight. And um, Billy, Butcher. Billy Butcher. Yeah, that I, was a nice exchange. I, I enjoyed that too. I was going to mention that, like, that was one of my favorite exchanges from this episode where they kind of had a bonding moment. It was totally their bonding episode after she killed that, that poor guy that pulled a gun on Butcher. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. straight up talking trash on Huey while he's <clears throat> yeah. like suddenly taking jabs at him, but at the same time, knowing that he's like, one of the most vital people in the group because he is the humanity of the group. And they both love him, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that was really cool. And, I mean, and she even said, like, he shouldn't have pulled out his gun. Mm -hmm. And neither should have Billy Butcher, you know. Like, it just escalated yeah. the whole situation. And, then she and I like that they mentioned that, she mentioned that he's too good for either one of them. It's like, oh, yeah. Right. He really is. Yep. And Especially then, yeah. when you consider the shit he went through, like from the beginning of season one to now. Right, right. And yeah, when, when they get in that guy's car and she looks at the car, the kid's car seat, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like that. She's is struggling. Crazy. She's yeah. struggling with her own humanity at that point, too. And then she right. was telling Butcher that she's like worried about how she, uh, she didn't, wasn't really thinking about it. Uh, he was just in in her way you know yeah right. <clears throat> yep so yeah it's a that's... great episode man like, i really i really dug it like you know like this season is far is way way better than the first season that's for damn sure like in regards to like um all the action all the stuff that's been happening it, it's you know it, it's not as talky as the the last the last season. The last season was very talky, you know. And I'm, I'm just glad that all these fucking things are happening right now, which is kind of amazing. Right. And then we so. also before we also forget to mention, um, A Train is now drinking Fresca. With oh. the, yeah, the Fresca, the deep. I think there's <laughs> something in that Fresca when they. So do I. Yeah, that's so do I thing. because like yeah. he did the way he presented it out of his backpack, it was like exactly the way it was presented to him. So there's got to be some shit in that Kool Aid. Yeah, and and the 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 food truck, by the way. Yeah, don't forget from yeah, last, that's, last, last uh, that's, I'm, You're right, Q. I'm, the food forgot. truck. Yeah, the food truck is a uh, from last episode. Like when, when like all all the people that are eating and bought like that. I think it was a Vietnamese truck or something. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. What does that have to do with? Like, it, there's something. Yeah, there's something in it that's that's uh, like you know, along with the fresco. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He's saying there's there's something more to that, just like the fresco. That's what he's with the yeah, fresco. Right. 
what is it the church of the covenant or something or the, the church, the of, church the of the collective the church of the collective okay and it's good to see oh i can't remember i can't ever pronounce his name but the leader of that church from it's good to see him again because i remember him from er and he was he was he was great on that show so i'm wanting to see more with him it's like Bjorn Bjorzik or some shit. It's some Slovakian shit I can't pronounce. Well, that's a now we have a what? That's a third contender in this. So you've got Vought, the boys, and then now the collective. Yeah. And then we also have Maeve, who was with her girlfriend. Oh yeah. And then, oh yeah, the reveal. She found yeah. out. Um she gets the the GoPro. The GoPro from A Train, right? Uh, no, from no, from, no, from uh, the deep oh, because yeah. he he has yeah. uh, his buddies in the water that got it for. Right. Her. They retrieved it, yeah. So she said she's gonna use. Um, her girlfriend finds out. She, Maeve's in the shower. Her girlfriend finds uh, finds the phone because she's gonna order like Postmates or whatever. And then she sees the GoPro that's attached to it. She looks at what a Snoopy like. Hello, why are you watching yeah. it? Like, it's not like it's on the phone. It was, it's but anyway, she sees the video footage of the guy who recorded it. Uh, basically, yeah, with what happened in season one, uh, a flashback of that plane. They didn't even save anyone. Um, and then we're left hanging with Maeve just looking like and saying, like, why are you looking at me like that? And then it just cuts. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what's going on? Like, they really leave you hanging there. I thought it was funny that there was like Maeve's like power bars or something like a rainbow. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're really riding the gay train all the way to the, the bank mode, you know? Yeah. And it's like, of course they wanted to just lay low, but not with Homelander. So that's, yeah. that's basically going to be her, her blackmail for Homelander to like leave them alone. Um, how successful will she be? We don't know. Um, Especially now with um, with Stormfront, who we later find out, of course, are all her history uh, at the end of it, and why she um, basically she she's felt all uh, alone all her life, and now she's never gonna be alone because now she's with Homelander, um, and really fascinating. Uh, Aya Cash is just amazing in that role. Uh, so it'll be interesting where because I even thought like when they were already having when the at the beginning of the episode when they were already having some issues I figured this is not gonna last and you can't have a relationship like that last because there's really no relationship there anyway it's just like mm. you know just pure uh, uh, sexual tension and attraction but now at the end of it it's like solidified so it's like deeper for them so now it's like oh shit <laughs> yeah so it'll be yeah it's i we got two episodes left i mean man we're probably gonna get another cliff big cliffhanger uh which i'm not i won't be surprised yeah we're we're definitely getting one for the end of the season i guarantee it yeah we're gonna, I think we're going to get a substantial cliffhanger at the end of this season because they've just built up too much for it. Way somebody, too much. You think somebody's going to die more in, so like, in the first like season. Game of Thrones? Yeah. You think somebody's going to die? Somebody important? I, think I, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. 
I really wouldn't be surprised if someone permanently bites the dust. I think it'd be a good decision to do so, actually. It would. You know, especially where we're going, where we're headed. It, I would think it would be even, dare I say, wise to kill someone off. Just to not only hammer the point home, but to fuck with some people as we're, God knows when we'll get a third season at this point. I got to say, right now. I like that they gave Lamplighter's costume like a little bit of heat when they're all laughing at him because, man, it looked so dumb when he came in. I was like, yeah. oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> that was yeah, funny. like he looked like Arrow got butt-fucked by Batman. So. <laughs> wow. He was carrying that staff. Yeah, exactly. Like that flames. fucking lantern on a stick. Oh man! But the fact that he had to carry it all the time, like yeah. why he, be cool and have he a needs a fire source, right? He needs a fire yeah. source. Yeah. yeah, just like yeah, that's why he carries that fucking lighter. Just what does it say on the lighter too? Like titty committee or something? I did not <laughs> notice that. I didn't even, I didn't even know that it realized what it said on the. I know the flip says titty on it, but I think <laughs> I think we saw in the last episode he like closed it, and it said titty committee. Or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what is that, a strip club or something like that? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, very interesting characters. And we also get uh, Kimiko, who's constantly, like, being taunted by Stormfront's presence. But we know that she doesn't stand a chance, at least not right I don't now. know. I don't know the name of the actress, but she's really good who plays Kamiko. Like, to have to act with no words whatsoever and hammer more emotions home than a lot of the other characters, it's phenomenal. Like, the actress who plays Kamiko is awesome. It's Karen Fukuhara. Yeah, she's she also, fucking awesome. She also played, um, oh my goodness. Uh, the girl in Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Is she oh. there? The, the oh. samurai. Oh, that's right. Uh, Katana. Katana. Katana, yeah. Yep. She was Katana. That's awesome. That's her. So, really, really cool. Yeah. Looking forward to the next One episode. One of my favorite characters in that movie. Yep. So, that's it. That's, that's pretty much The Voice, uh, episode six. So, we got two episodes left. We're, we're going to have to wait. I hope, every, you know, I hope like, the majority of the people dies. Just, just, just because it'll be fun. Just, and then, then there won't be no show. <laughs> I mean, like you know, like, like you know, like in the in Game of Thrones, right? Like you know, when when people died, I was like, oh shit, I can't wait for like the next season because this this character died and we were rooting for him. Now he's not, you know. <laughs> but like, this is not Game. Yeah, of he, you're the guy that was like, fuck yeah, Jon Snow's dead. Yeah, no, but I was rooting for Tyrion actually. Tyrion was my my favorite character in Game of Thrones. Mine too. And, but hey, and every every single every single time, I was just like, "Dear God, please don't let you know, Tyrion get get the axe this time." I uh, you know he's such a great character, et cetera, et cetera. But every single time, I'm like, "Just God damn it!" Like you know, <laughs> I just you were my, secretly going, "Hang that little fucker." Well, my my heart was broken when I was introduced to the show, and my friends like, "Yeah." Uh, don't you just love Sean Bean's character? I'm like, yeah, dude, he's amazing. And then the last, like, ninth episode, he gets his head chopped off. I'm like, uh. Well, he, hey, in, in the defense of Game of Thrones, he's just doing what Sean Bean is good at doing, getting <laughs> killed off when you get attached to him. So, you know. Except for, except for one, um, one movie. Can you guys Even in movie? GoldenEye. What movie, get... what movie does he survive in? 
Can you guys name that? Uh, I don't know. It's it's a it's a actually a blockbuster hit too. No. National Treasure. I haven't seen any of those oh movies, so I don't That's know. That's right. Oh, oh my me. gosh. I forgot he didn't he didn't have his classic goatee in that one. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen any of those movies, so I wouldn't know. Oh man. The first one's good. Great. The first one's good. No, but but like the boy the boys is actually a, a great series. I'm glad uh what's his name fucking uh stopped smoking weed and started producing it and you know yeah. I don't think no. he stopped smoking weed, did he? He didn't stop smoking weed. No. He just took no, he like, calmed he, down he, on he, it. He didn't stop. No, he, like, he stopped it for a second so that he can okay the the production of the boys because it, it's amazing. Yeah, he took a break. He didn't stop smoking. Like so, there's a difference. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for all these uh th- these upcoming like darker uh comic book uh adaptations and all that stuff. It's as much as camp is okay for comic book movies, comic book comic book uh, comic books are very violent. They're very R rated. They're very adult. And you know, like when you watch it in the movie theaters, that, that's what that's what you're, what you're expecting. You know, like for Punisher, right? Punisher was a rated R movie. I loved every single Punisher movie because it was rated R. Because like you know, it's the Punisher. You're gonna fucking people are gonna die <laughs> because it's the Punisher. Well, he's, right? he's not. He's not shooting people with rubber bullets. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't have a credo say so he's not gonna kill anybody. And you know, ended up like snapping everybody's necks. Oh, Mike, what did you say about about Batman and how he doesn't kill people? So there's a meme of Batman that I saw that I thought was genius. Um, it said something like, "Oh, uh, Batman doesn't kill thugs. The hospital bills will." <laughs> And of course, only in America. Like, yeah, the hospital bills will kill you. Oh, he knows you don't got no health care in Gotham as he pummels <laughs> your face into the asphalt. And then there's also another meme of like, oh, Lex Luthor. Did, did you guys see that 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 uh, meme that I posted about like the movies, the different yeah, movies? Yeah, I saw that. That was genius. It was funny. I, I I saw it like you know I was like the number of people that died and everybody was critiquing uh, Batflick, right? Oh my god, he killed, he killed so many movies or so many people. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, not a whole lot. Oh. Fucking Michael Keaton killed more more people, you know? <laughs> yep. Oh man. And yeah, there's there's that other meme of like uh like like Gotham thugs like waiting to go home to their family. And then Batman's like right behind, behind them, <laughs> like pummel them to the, like near death. And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. So I guess uh, today was record store day as well. And um, yeah, today record was record store, store day. day. Yeah. Uh, and this is bumming me out. I did not know about this, but I guess I know. there was a limited, well, I, I, I know there's a record store day every year. Usually it happens like, I guess, around October, November, but this year it happened like late September. Um, I'm just looking, I just found out about this right now, um, Pinhead. There's a limited edition Tron Legacy blue vinyl for record Aww. store day. Ooh. And um, <sighs> that looks uh, awesome. Is, that looks great. I, I wish You're I would, killing me, man. I wish I would have known. Oh, I guess this is, um, oh, hold on. This Wait, is, is in, it? this is in the UK. 
So okay. I guess we're oh, still good. Fuck you, <laughs> but um, there is gonna be a release. Sorry to you, UK fans, but fuck, man. There's gonna be a release in uh, from Mondo, um, for Tron Legacy. So I'm still waiting for them. Still to- no price on that. No price, no further details. All they did release is that arcade image of uh, Daft yeah. Punk and the quote, I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then one day I got in. So they're just teasing it. So, That's going to be an arcade cabinet that we can buy? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. It's going to be a vinyl uh, soundtrack okay. of Tron Legacy. Right, right. Because right okay. now, the original vinyl of the Tron Legacy soundtrack you can get aftermarket for around two to three hundred bucks. Oh, that's uh, in fact the Mandalorian uh, vinyl from Mondo. They've got, I think it's an eight LP uh, uh, set, and they've got beautiful concept art like in the packaging. It's uh, two hundred dollars. For the whole set. Oh, oh my heart's broken. Yeah, that's a pre-order. I just want. Uh, I guess there is a Baby Yoda vinyl of the main theme. I just want the main theme. I just want to blast it. Yeah, same. So I'm probably gonna look for that one. I'm trying to get a copy of that Phantasm vinyl. If anyone could, uh, out there in the listener world, give me a shout out to where they might find that. I need to know because, like, I- I'll pay top dollar for that at this point it's a rare vinyl i really want that soundtrack dang phantasm huh yeah so i'm looking at i'm looking on ebay is it this one yeah that's the one i'm really looking for like because it's got the extra edition shit tracks on it that the other one yeah, this, this one was made by Mondo. It's a limited edition colored vinyl. Um, this one is, there's only one bid so far. It's $14.99 plus $5 shipping. What? Ends in three days. No. It ends in three days. So it could still go up. I'll buy that shit tonight if that's the case. Yeah. Better get on that. And there's one for buy. That's way too there's one cheap. For, there's one for buy it now for 45 bucks. That sounds more like it. Yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay that for that one. Forty-five bucks is not that much considering how rare that vinyl is. Yeah, there's another for fifty bucks because it went out of circulation oh. for a while, and that one's like the re. This the one was re-release. 2015. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one for fifty bucks. Buy it now. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, I'll have to look into that because I I need that vinyl. I don't. Uh, I would even go as far as a hundred. You know what? There what I'm? Go. What kind of vinyl I'm looking for? That Captain Marvel vinyl. Oh shit! <laughs> that's, that, that's like that's like Jester saying he's looking for that Last Jedi vinyl album. Hey, I'm not I'm knocking the music on that movie at all. I love the music Gosh. of that movie. Uh, by the, I'll get that vinyl. I don't know if you guys have seen. There is an. Uh, there is a score only version of the last jedi where there is no dialogue no sound effects it's just a pure score while Perfect watching movie. The movie. <laughs> so that's uh an exclusive on the blu-ray i don't know if that's on disney plus as well any price on that one it's probably like five bucks oh that's included with the blu-ray yeah 
<laughs> I did like the, um, the, the behind the scenes documentary of making The Last Jedi. I thought it was fascinating because when they had, they had Mark Hamill there and there's a part where he sees Yoda, the Yoda puppet, he actually like breaks down because it reminded him of like seeing yeah. Yoda for the first time from M- the Empire Strikes Back set. So awesome. Like, See, nostalgia. Yeah, behind the scenes are really good. Like even in shitty movies that you may not like, you like unless the people are standing around circle jerking each other, which hey, maybe that might still be your thing. The behind the scenes are, are really good on most movies. Yeah. Um out of all the Star Wars documentaries though, the behind the scenes, I think my favorite one is still um the beginning, which is from the episode one Phantom Menace documentary they did a very good job in like basically showing you all aspects of production from casting to like the the model building the special effects to like the finished film and like you know debuting in theaters with rick mccallum like showing up at a at a screening in san francisco and yelling out to all the fans like this is fucking awesome and then of course all the fans like cheer cheering and like uh screaming so yeah that's pretty awesome nice. so anyway are you fucking yawning are you yawning sorry you know sorry, you can you guys yourself so, you, guys, you guys are so damn boring you know oh yeah no yawning. yeah so uh, anyway that pretty much wraps up this first episode we did it. <laughs> so Goodbye. If, if you guys want to uh, shout out any social media or plug oh, yourselves yeah. where people can tag you and at you and spew all the wonderful, colorful words of the English <laughs> and Klingon language that they'd like to, <laughs> go ahead and share it. I ain't sharing squat. This is YouTube, guys. <laughs> um, if you guys uh, want to like read and dive deep into like a mind of a fucking psychopath, uh, my Twitter handle is at Blind Hermit, uh, and that's B one I N D Hermit. Okay. I don't know why you, you guys want would want to follow, but you guys just want to want to want to like look at my shit and read it or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you guys want to talk about like anything over there? I don't care. But be prepared for the response. You might get triggered. You might not. You, you might, might get, get banned. <laughs> uh, I, I'll have a conversation for a little bit and then. If it, gets, if it gets, you know, if it gets a little annoying, then I'll be just like, "Oh, this is boring. I'm out." <laughs> so, but yeah, like if you guys want to do that, that's fine. If not, it's okay. That's not a big deal. Yep. And then, uh, Pinhead, you got anything? Oh, I don't really do much social media, but if you want to follow random nonsense shit, you can follow my Instagram. It's Pinhead One Nine Eight. No, you uh. Pussy ass John Cena fans out there can come over there and start talking shit, and we can have a little discussion about how your hero is a complete and utter useless piece of shit. Sixteen time though, sixteen time champ. 
He's a 16-time piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> so go, go ahead and uh, tag John's at John Cena. <laughs> yeah, tag, go ahead. Tag me at John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then for me, it's, of course, at, at Instagram at, at FilmmakerMike. And then on Twitter, it's at JediMike1128. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening in. Uh, we hope you'd like to listen if you'd still like to listen. <laughs> may not after this. You know? Whenever that happens. Yeah, Especially with not. the Batman bashing, you may hate it for eternity. <laughs> well, not everyone's well, bashing Batman here. So. I know. Not, not everybody's bashing Batman. You know, no, just me Other people are supporting pedophilia and, and, oh and they drink God. kids. Let's and not shit, so. get into yeah, that. Go, okay, awesome. okay. Right. If you want to hear you know, me save Batman from Kuya, then you can watch, listen to another episode later. Oh yeah! For right, for right now, this party. Please, over. please like, like, and subscribe. And you know, <laughs> we're gonna set up a Patreon soon. So, if you want to donate and, and tell me to shut the fuck up, that'd be eighteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, you, you for so. for a measly fifteen dollars a month in our Patreon, you can tell me how wrong I am about John Cena and how much yep, of exactly. a fucking saint he is. Like, yep. We 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 will be whores for money. Let's just say that. Yeah, exactly. And sponsorships. So if Gatorade wants to, I I drank two bottles, two big bottles of Gatorade right now. I have to pee like a like a racehorse. But and I went through a twelve pack of Rolling Rock. So yeah, Gatorade. If you guys want to holler, like we're here. Uh, Pepsi, if you want to come holler. (laughs) Shut up, dude. So we're, uh, we're good. We're good with that shit. Dominoes, you know, you get on hey, the If if Pepsi would would say, hey, you know what? I love filmmaker Mike. I love the boys. We're gonna sponsor Pepsi. Mike is gonna say, fuck you guys. We don't want your sponsorship. Coca Cola. Right, Mike. It's Coca Cola or nothing. See, there you go. That's loyalty right there. That's what I love about my friend. Gutter, <laughs> if you're out there, you could give us a sponsorship because I've been loyal to you from day one. So. Shudder, if you're out there. Oh, there you go. Any of you listeners out there, if you if you have like four bucks to spare, go 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 order a Shudder, especially if you're a horror fan. Jeff Bezos has uh, a lot of bucks to spare. We t- talked about the boys. He just got divorced, so like Fuck half of him. his money. He can still like, afford. He it. still has a lot. <laughs> half of his money is gone. A drop so. in, that divorce yeah. was a fucking so, drop in the uh, bucket. It Mrs. didn't even kink his armor. Mrs. X Bezos, um, the some of the boys are not married, so holler if you if you want. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> now I'm on board with you. <laughs> You know, oh, you can come and get some of the old sausage over here and give sausage. us <laughs> Wow, so exquisite. Give us a sponsorship on top of it, baby. Oh, Slow down, go. man. Slow down, man. She's gonna come running. All right. I always wanted the sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Thank you guys for listening in. And until next time, we'll see you all again soon. Or maybe you'll listen to us. You'll hear from us again. Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.